This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Boom. Boom. AOA podcast. Frankie C's in the house with a big dog. What's happening? Talking Epstein again. Been a while. Talked a lot of Ghislaine, now some Epstein. Uh, we've got Trump investigations, and he launched his campaign since we last spoke, so we'll go over that. Twitter's on fire. Um, I'm back from COVID, still kind of have it. We've got to discuss Bruce Willis. We've got to discuss uh, Jay Leno, Man, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. a lot of stuff going on. Harry Styles, uh, the FTX thing, your minus a few teeth. Yep. JSABs, I don't know if we'll get an update. Uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. We got a lot of stuff to cover. You ready to go? Let's rock and roll, baby. All right. Um, for the first time in a long time, we're expecting to get a big Epstein document dump. Which Dump is right. Which is interesting, too, because it kind of ties into the whole FTX thing. But let's start with Epstein. Uh, and what's going on with uh, not only Epstein and Epstein Associates. Hmm. So Judge Loretta Presco, we haven't said that in a while, just today um, ordered dozens of documents related to Epstein and his associates to be unsealed. It's uh, part of a defamation case that Virginia Roberts Jeffrey brought against Ghislaine Maxwell. The judge overrode objections from Tom Pritzker the billionaire executive chairman of Hyatt Hotels, who was trying to get this stopped. He claimed it would wrongfully harm his privacy and reputation if material related to him was made public. What material? Even Yuri being even involved in this conversation is not a good look for you, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, if it's it's anything other than exonerating, then you should be worried. But if it's, you know, what the hell is he, what's he worried about? I think, uh, you know, that's that's your problem right there. If there's mm-hmm. nothing bad, then mm-hmm. you shouldn't be worried. A total of 16 non-party does objected, non-party does, excuse me, COVID. Uh, objected to the release of the uh, files being made public. I can see that public. being does and does, D-O-E-S. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. tough. Uh, and half already have been dealt with by the federal court in New York. The latest batch related to the remaining eight referred to as Doe's 1228, 97, 107, 144, 147, 171, and 183. Play those numbers. I'm not playing those numbers. <laughs> That'll be good. Um, <clears throat> it's bad, though. It's This is a bad look for Tom Pritzker because I feel like if you're like, hey, this is going to be a problem to my reputation and my privacy – you've already opened up that can of worms of like, well, at this point, you might as well just say what it is because what people can imagine your association with Glenn and and Epstein is going to be yeah. far worse. Well, yeah, I shouldn't say that. Could possibly be far worse than what actually happened. Yeah, because whatever it is, if it's the worst, then 
you know, it's a, it's a, you should be, you know, they, why wouldn't they have him in jail already? You know, yeah. If it's, if it's that bad. And it just goes to show you the just pile of crap and garbage that our society is. I want to, I want to, you know, we haven't talked in a while, Frank. It's been, we missed two shows because of the yeah, vid. That's true. You had your teeth pulled. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Ugh, but brutal. You know, there's an overarching thing here, and it's interesting with Trump announcing that he was running again. It kind of harkens back to 16 or 15 when he announced he was running the first time and thus has become the tradition of Dave Chappelle hosting the first SNL coming out of an election. He just did his thing this past weekend. Did you watch him? uh... I saw a little bit of I didn't see a lot of it. So he brought he t- he talked a lot about Kanye actually more than I thought he would. I thought he was going to really just be all about the election, but he brought up the fact that um, he he reminded everybody of what was so appealing about Donald Trump in the beginning, and it's so true. And what was so funny was I had just seen the clip of Trump in those early debates and in those debates with Hillary when he would just shit like he was great at the debate. I know you don't like him rewind all the way back to before his presidency when he was just campaigning and he was debating he was phenomenal because he would point out the hypocrisy oh he was great he would point out the hypocrisy of the system he was just as big of a part of the problem and he admitted that and that what was that's what was so refreshing about him at the time that's what was his initial appeal to all his followers was like this system's broken this is busted. All these yeah. people are responsible. And I know because I was in it for a while. So that's kind of what Chappelle but, was saying. But that's where people didn't look past. They didn't see that and go, well, okay, I see he's using the system, but there's no way he's going to fix it so he can't use it anymore. He's going to, there, there were people who went one of two ways. They either took the, this way and went, well, I, I believe he sees something wrong with the system and he's going to get in there and he's going to drain the swamp. Then there are people who went the other way and said, well, I see he sees there's a problem with the system and he's just going to make it worse because he wants to keep using the system to his advantage. And that's uh, you're, you're talking about him now, which is, yeah, no, that, I'm talking about I'm talking about his uh, the debates and that they saw his character. They, he put himself out there and people took it one or two different ways. It, yeah, it was either that way or that way. And most people got got snowed. Well, not, well I guess most people people voted. But that said, was the appeal. Oh, he's it was be the outsider. It was the first time somebody came from that status of money in the New York scene, mogul, right? Billionaire, millionaire, whatever the hell, doesn't make a difference. It was the first time somebody walked out of that room, the inside, you know, channels, and came out to the people and said, everything they're doing in there is bullshit. And I'll tell you what it is, you know? And he yeah, and he laid right. it all out. And it's so interesting. And I feel like it's all it's so funny how this is all kind of happening again. But you look at this and it's like, oh, now it's a, it's a billionaire executive of Hyatt Hotels, like the layer of shit going on amongst the most powerful people, which ties back into FTX. Have you been following the FTX thing? I have not. Fill so this up. kid, this kid, Sam, whatever, he got weird hair I and mean, he's got hair like me. So I can say that. Um, just this total fucking weirdo starts this company FTX and you know, he's 
taking on all this money and he's going to be the crypto trading, you know, um, exchange and starts bringing on all these big time celebrities and they're all, you know, it's Tom Brady. It's uh, the Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. You name it. It's every big high profile. Larry David did the commercial. Remember the great commercial Super Bowl where he's like, oh, this isn't going to work. This is going to work. Right. Great commercial. Larry David's on the payroll. Everybody's on the payroll for FTX. Turned out to be the biggest scam since Bernie Madoff, right? Because all these people thought they were buying Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but he was just taking their money and throwing it into a big slush fund. It turns out that FTX was actually four separate companies and his girlfriend ran one and his two friends ran the other. And by the way, they all dated each other at one point. And then you go to find out that the girlfriend, who is such a nerd, like, I'm sorry, but like, you know how you're like, oh, sexy nerd, like zero sex appeal to this woman and the guys, too, for that matter. You know, um, turns out that her parents are high up on the like they were um, um, somebody in the live chat can help me out here. Her parents were economic professors, and one of them turned out to be, you know, involved with uh, the Democratic Party. They were an economic advisor to somebody, whoever. And then it turns out that who turned out to be the biggest donor to the Democrats in the midterms? This fucking kid. He was taking all the money and just fucking giving it to the Democrats. And now everybody's turning around and going, well, hang on a second. He just gave money to con- to Congress, Senate, you know, all these th- different politicians. Are they going to turn around and nail this guy for fraud? I don't know. These people tend to skirt their responsibilities and never have to pay for the shit. You know, the fucking company's headquartered down in the Bahamas, you know, and all this kind of crazy jazz. And you could see the link between the Democratic Party and this girl's parents and then her to him and what they were doing, Tom Brady, all these big celebrities, nobody knew Nobody knew what was fucking going on. It was supposed to be four separate companies. They were all involved in each other's shit. They were just throwing money around, uh, buying houses. This kid took a fucking $300 million personal loan. There's a whole... Do you want me to go through the list of shit? Because they, they had to appoint an emergency CEO to go in there. And they appointed the guy who they appointed when Enrod started falling apart. Come on. Well, no, when Enron oh, started. Oh, oh, I th- oh yeah. okay. I thought it was like the guy who was running Enron. No, no, no. He's he, this this guy. Uh, I'll find his name. But he's like the guy who comes in to fix the this kind of thing. Okay. And so he has to disclose everything that he comes across. So this Sam Bankman Freed. Um. Okay. Um, employees submitted uh, this. Uh, this is just a running order. So you tell me when you start to get bored. Employees submitted expense reimbursements over a chat. A random manager would accept or reject those reimbursements, reimbursements with an emoji. So not like fill out a form. That's official. Like a fucking aim message and an emoji. Um, Alameda Research, which was FTX's hedge fund, gave Sam Blankman Freed a billion dollar personal loan. They also loaned the director of engineering $543 million. Very few records were kept. Most decisions were made over chat with the messages automatically being deleted after a certain amount of time. 
FTX, a company valued at $32 billion, never had a board meeting. Neither did most of their subsidiaries. Not supposed to happen. FTX had no cash management. Management had no idea how much cash was on hand at any given time, even where all their cash was. They didn't keep records of who they employed. Employees and contractors co-mingled throughout the different companies, like I just said, which means they believe that a lot of the employees just created fake employees to just make more money. How does this even get this far? Corporate How funds were, get this far. That corporate funds were used to purchase personal use real estate, and employee and executives put their names on homes purchased with corporate funds. Um, let me see here. Uh, at least any of these interested? No, that's really it. I mean, there's just all this fucking crazy, crazy shit. And then you just look at the again the celebrities tied in. Everybody and their mother was endorsing these F, this FTX. Like I said, from Tom Brady on down to Larry David, and they were tied in heavily with the Democratic Party, and they gave them the most amount of money heading into this election. And you look at this and you go, this is the same cycle of shit that we were tired of that led to a Donald Trump presidency in the but, first place, and it's still every, going on. Yeah, but the problem is, yeah, that's bad. Get, you know, taking money from, I, I'm always, you know, I'm against, um, what's it called? Um, campaign finance yeah like lobbyists lobbying yes that's what I'm against but like Trump takes money from everybody left and right too it's the same shit he gets sucked into that crap too I mean he's getting he's got he's constantly asking for donations even from everybody and he's uh, think he's turning any away you know it's it's the same every every politician they all do it well you know what they said about you know what they said about Trump after a while was you couldn't buy Trump off, but what what wound up happening at the end of the four years was you could buy off anybody around him in his circle that he was talking to. So if you wanted to get to him, you just had to get to them, and then they would just put ideas and yeah. shit in his head, and he would do it. I would imagine for the four years, you probably couldn't buy him directly. But I would imagine during the campaign you could. And I imagine now no, he's self financed, though, for the most part. Remember, everybody kind of lo- like he was appealing, self financed, but he didn't pay anybody. He but, went to all these rallies and he didn't pay anything. I know, because, but nobody, you know how many lawsuits he has from places that, that he owes money to. But I, honestly, nobody again, I nobody took him seriously. Again, I've said this a billion times and it is blowing smoke up my own rear end, but I was on the air here in Long Island. The day before the election, and I said, "This is really close," and everybody gave me shit for it. Everybody's like, "What are you doing? What are you? What are you talking about?" The listeners, all the people gave me shit for it when I, I said it. it. Was cl- I knew it was close too. We could see it. No, no, no. I mean, nobody... they, had, they had Hillary Clinton winning. Everybody course, had Hillary, but winning it wasn't by a, by a mile and a half. It was, you know, they had her winning, but it wasn't by a huge margin. I don't think. Well, anyway, the point is, is that this system. The system that Donald Trump called out is still in place. We had four years of him; nothing changed. Now yeah, we're he's back a part to of it now. He's, he's yeah. got he got swirled right into it. Mm. I think he was going to go in there and change it all up. He didn't change shit. He made 
most well, cases, giving me shit cases, for being a Trump defense. I'm just tell, I'm calling it like it is. Like that's what that's. Well, he made he made it worse. Uh, if you're gonna be honest about it, he went in and gave tax breaks to all his billionaire friends. That, what the well, hell is that about? I'll tell you what he did, and I think he's he's reaping some of this right now. Is the for the people that aren't diehard crazy right wing people who were like. You know, I am sick of this Hillary Clinton or I am sick of the system. I am sick of uh, getting screwed over all the time. I don't know if those people will take a chance on an outside candidate in the next 10, 20 years again. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, who's going to be that next person that's going to be like, the system is broken and we have to fix it and I'm the person to do it. Who? How are they going to gain any ground? Like, I feel like you, you can't only be a giant get... scumbag. Like, if you're going to be that guy. You can't be a giant scumbag con artist. You got to be a down to earth, like a Pete Buttigieg kind of guy. A nice, a guy. Well, can I who's say just, this too? Uh, very friendly and not a dick, and stands by what he says. That's who you have can, to be. I want to say this too. Going back to the FTX thing, because it, it ties all in with Epstein and just these power brokers and everything. You know, this cryptocurrency right was supposed to be this non-fiat paper money non-government you know sort of thing where it's like about it's for the people right and the people manage it on the blockchain and it's honest and it can't be stolen and you know it's all this yeah. kind of shit you know and so all Which I these never got by the way i never understood that what? because if it's not if the government isn't handling it it's not like what are you going to do with it you could buy only the thing or you could use it on only the things that that's related to it you can't buy a pa uh, carton of milk with it you can't you know it's not gonna if it's not regulated by the government that you're currently under yeah but people accept bitcoin you you could buy like a tesla with bitcoin and you could do a tesla okay you could buy stuff with with cryptocurrency stuff yeah but not essentials you could buy you know a tesla that's not you know but you can't buy most cars you can't buy you know things for your house things you're going to need you can't buy your groceries with it so it became i think it's one of those things unless the government takes it on it's not going to be you know it's it's not going to be as accepted as it sh as maybe well, i don't well, know if it should be but yeah i agree with you too so let me clarify what i agree about i think blockchain technology and cryptocurrency is the future i don't know if that's bitcoin per se because bitcoin is a cryptocurrency i don't know if any of the current cryptocurrencies are going to be it but this idea of us exchanging paper money i think it goes away and i think we get a government sponsored like i, I think the united states mint will be making cryptocurrency We'll, we'll be trading money on the blockchain, I should say. Using the word cryptocurrency is even kind of dirty to say. You mean They'll be like using if, the, the blockchain to, to move money around. It just makes more sense technologically. You mean if someone has like $1,000 in the bank, it stays in the bank, you don't see cash, it's just you use it. It's it's like you would you just take away the cash. You just use cards or apps right. or whatever. Because we're practically there now anyway, but right? What if that you all go goes down? Then everybody's screwed. You go out to eat, though, you Venmo somebody. But we're, we're practically doing it right now as it is. It I get just, it. But what if that all crashes? I don't know. I'm not an economist. Well, um, there's a power outage and, and everybody's down. All the AT, everything's gone. Your apps, your phones, every, all the electric's down. 
then you're screwed and you have no money. Uh, you know what, though? You can it, – it's not it, – well, you can still – do. you don't need the internet or electricity. You can still – it can still run and operate as long as you have your phone or whatever, you, you have power on your, your phone. Your phone is electricity and internet. I mean, after a while, yeah, it would be an issue, but, you know. Yeah, yeah right away, probably not. But if, yeah. if, you know, shit hits the fan and you're down for a week, what are you gonna, how are you going to fill up your, your car? Yeah. Well, by then, hopefully, we'll be driving all electric cars and shit, you know? But here's what I want to say. If it goes down, you're screwed. Here's what I want. Well, not if you got solar. Hook it up. (laughs) Here's what I want to say about cryptocurrency. The whole idea of it was to be this, you know, governments just ruin everything, right? And governments are a problem. And governments are greedy and capitalism and all that. And Here's this blockchain cryptocurrency idea, and it's supposed to be this wonderful people-generated thing. And I, and that's what it is. And I got to tell you, I still believe in that to this day. I will always believe in it. I will always think in my mind that if we could achieve it is better. But the fact of the matter is, Frank, is we cannot fucking achieve it. Because what happens every time? You get some shithead like this kid who gets, I mean, when have you seen this motherfucker? No. Like, I mean, he, you look at him and you go, what the fuck? I can't, I don't know what to, if you made, who's the heavy kid that's friends with Leo DiCaprio that's like in everything? Uh, yeah, what the hell's his name? If you made him more nerdy, that's kind of what he looks like. He's got big, crazy bro that's hair. Do. Sam Bankman. his name? That's Here's this me. guy. He's like all kinds of fat and stuff here. Can you see yep, that? There he is. He's just like a big fat weirdo with big fat weird hair. <laughs> you know, I mean, and he's just like one of these like I'm disturbed and I'm just like a Jonah nerd. Hill, thank you, Paige. Jonah Hill. Thanks, Paige. You know, I'm from, you know, like I, I went to MIT and all this kind of other bullshit. I don't know where he went, but um, but my point is, is that, you know, the truth of the matter is, as shitty as governments are and as shitty as ours can be, and as obviously as fucked up and corrupt as it is, you look at how many people are getting fucking burned by these cryptocurrencies well, on that's a the thing. daily Nobody's basis. regulating it. So who, so who decides then? Who decides what is the acceptable uh, Bitcoin, crypto, you know, all this? What's the acceptable form? Which one's right? Can I make my own and just everybody accepts it or they don't? How do I know? Who's who's in charge of it, and how do they know which how much it's worth? Who says how much it's worth? That's where the government has to come in. Yeah. He, saying the government is, a, is the problem, or is a problem, is, is generic. You have to say there's a problem in government. Government, I think, is needed. There has to be a system. There has to be rules. There has to be laws. There has to be oversight. There has to be regulations. Without that. It's chaos, and everybody could just make their own rules, and we're back to, you know, trading, you know, do, doing, a, you know, I trade you this for that instead of a cash system. Uh, I, th- I think you need the government to ha- set up these regulations so that we're all on the same page. Well, that's what we're learning, right? Because when you look at why Trump was appealing, when you look at the rise of Bitcoin and everybody that's throwing money into it, myself included, I mean, not major dollars but i've thrown a few hundred bucks in 
and you see all this and you just go, there is this appeal because it's like, well, the way these things were being done is just not working. It's hard to have any sort of upward, you know, financial mobility. And then you see these coins and all this thing and it's for the people and it's blockchain and it's technology and it's not regulated like the old ways, but maybe it will be one and all this crap. And you see all these people and it's appealing to people. But then you look at it and every fucking one of them is more corrupt than the next. There has not been one of the, like when you look at FTX and thanks to Dave it is a, is a, an exchange. It's not a crypto. If I didn't make that clear enough in the beginning, you know, just to I, put it out there, there it is. But you look at all, all these things in Bitcoin and ripple and all these things that are supposed to be the next thing, you know, like here it is like, Oh, it's going to be the next thing. And this has such great applications to it. And then what happens? These people raise a ton of money. Every all these common people put their fucking money in, and the fucking thing goes belly up, and it never well, fucking pans I, out. I, I saw a guy. God. I saw a guy who was shit. I forget his name. It wasn't Jamie. Thank Diamond. you, Dia. I am. I'm feeling okay. Thank you. Um, I saw a guy, Frank, and he goes, "There's too many twenty, thirty, and forty year olds." putting money into cryptocurrency that if they would have just put their money into the S and P 500, they would be so much far ahead. And well, that, that's the problem. I think they, you and see, they're not going to have money to buy fucking houses and cars and all this shit that yeah. you get from your investments. Because I think there's no, my opinion, there's no faith in that only because you take cryptocurrency. And I think people only see it as good as, something to invest in, but not something to work with. In other words, someone like you or I, not me, because I, I haven't really, I haven't invested anything in it, but someone like you and a lot of our friends see it as something to just like, a, like a stock treated around stock, with. Yeah. To just throw money into and see if it grows, but don't use it as a form of currency. So that's where it ends. I think for a lot of people, people will invest in it, but not, uh, do anything with the physical with the actual cryptocurrency like it's not a thing to be used it's something to invest in but it doesn't go anywhere after that it stops there whereas the stock market people invest in these things but they're actual things that people you know they're investing in real things and they're not, and they're not just tangible anything apps things like that but it's things that are universally accepted so mm -hmm. once bitcoin i mean bitcoin and stuff like that cryptocurrency I think 99%, 90% of the people who invest in it are there just to see to treat it as a stock and don't really use it as a, as a, as a form of currency and don't see it as anything more than something to throw your money into. I just again. don't, you know, again, the, the, the appeal of Trump cryptocurrency, the corruptness of government, the Epstein shit, it's all fucking, I, I just, it's an ongoing problem that I don't fucking see a way out of anytime soon. I mean, I really, really don't. I mean, it feels like campaign finance reform is probably the way or the place to start, but who knows if we'll I think ever want it. If we're doing, you know, I don't know. Campaign finance reform is definitely a big, big issue. Money, it's all has, it all comes back to money, a lot of it. But it's so sad, though, that none of these people who preach all this shit about how they're going to change the game and change the world and change this and and be the bright spot in it, not one of those fucking people have panned out. Not one. Not one of them. 
I'm telling you, once if lobbying was not allowed and people and politicians were only allowed to make their salary and that's it, mm-hmm. you might see something different. You but, see a different. You see a different. You, you know, because you know what? That's what you get in the police department and the fire department. Those people aren't making a ton of money. They're doing yeah. it for the love of the game, right? That's what they want to do: save people, help people, nurses, doctors. Well, not doctors, but you know, well, depending on what kind of doctor you are. But uh, doctors do it for you know the love of, the, of helping people. I'm sure most do. Yeah, I'm saying like uh, the, if you're in the county hospital and you're fucking you know eking out a you know. You know, you're making millions. You're, you. Right. That's that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean, I agree. You'll get those people. It's all they just gain fame and money, and that's all it becomes. What's the saying I'm looking for here? It's like you, you, well, you live long enough to see your become, see yourself become the the, the Batman thing. The villain. is that a Batman thing? You either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yeah, it might be that, but they, they, I think there's a better non-Batman one. I'm trying to struggle yeah, to no. think. Batman nailed it. Frank with great with great, great power, power great responsibility first used in yeah. Teen Wolf mm-hmm. you very were true. Spider-Man but now Teen Wolf had it first very true but yeah uh, but no, it, it's, it's it's that or it's gross people it's either either a, a, an Epstein type gross person money and it's all just that kind of corrupt bullshit once you weed that shit out the world will be a lot better but it feels like even if you have now, I don't know this Sam freed from a hole in the wall because you know, what's interesting about him. The first time I heard about him was literally a few weeks before this FTX thing happened. Mm-hmm. And it was from a documentary where his whole persona was his goal was to become a millionaire, to give all the money away. That was his goal. Like he wanted to make FTX successful because he wanted to give the money back to whatever you know charities and whatever it was to make it a better place let's assume let's be naive and assume he actually had a good heart and wanted to do that when you start getting that amount of money i don't know if any human being can stop themselves from turning into the piece of shit that this kid obviously became or was the whole time is there a correlation between people who get to be that wealthy and scumbags i mean do you have to be a scumbag to be that wealthy that's my question that's my question when are the when are the really really good down to earth honest people can they can those kinds of people make that kind of money because you know there are people out there don't get me wrong there are millionaires and billionaires who are very philanthropic and they do charity stuff like that not saying there aren't but i feel like a lot of the you know you, you go through any most companies and you're like oh the guy in charge kind of kind of a jerk (laughs) you know it's usually the case i feel like not that they're a jerk but they're a bit of a hard ass and they're you know the kind of you know know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say like the guy the higher ups are usually the uh the people who are not as down to earth that's and that's the thing it's like i just think that you get to a certain point and when you start to achieve that level of success it's like inevitable. You start fucking peeling shit off for yourself. And, but this is crazy. I mean, how this was able to go on for so long is just fucking crazy. But people, how is that? I mean, I get that it's for the people, you know, whatever, but how is it a business? If it's a business, it has to be regulated by the government. Can't operate outside the government. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were based in the Bahamas. 
Well, the Bahamian the Bahamian government, some kind of government has to be well, in charge. E even there, I heard the I heard them. This stuff is coming so fast and so furious. Even they were like, "Wait, what the fuck is going on?" Like they were like, "Hold on a second. because they Unless had some you're sort in the of middle partner. of the ocean, not near any. You're operating under some kind of government. I know laws are different, taxes are different, all that stuff. But there's some some kind of laws you got to operate under. No. Yeah, but they entered a partnership, I think, with the Bahamas because he moved the company from Hong Kong or somewhere. Somewhere in Asia, he had the company. That's where it started, and then he moved it, and then. So I I know I don't know the details, but I know the that the Bahamian government was kind of like, hold on a second, we have to, we're not a part of this. Like we got to figure out what the fuck. Oh, and that was the other thing too. They were running where their headquarters is. Is this like high end condo place where all the celebrities have a thing? Will Smith. And fucking Tom Brady. They all have a place in this exclusive condo complex down in the Bahamas. You know, and it's just a never ending pile of shit. And I got to be honest with you. I hate because this is crazy. Right. What I'm about to say is just that crazy right wing Q oh God. What? bullshit. But it is the truth. At some point, at some point. These fucking celebrities, at some point, you have to bear some fucking responsibility. They're all going to walk away from this, especially Tom Brady and fucking Larry David. And not one of them is going to feel bad that the I mean, come on, you be honest. Well, what was there? I'm a Larry David fan. You're you're a fucking. Yeah. So I, if he was like, this is such this is so great. This is the next fucking thing. He's on a Super Bowl commercial. Nobody's going to look at the thing that Tom Brady and Larry David are involved with and go, that's probably a scam. Not one no, of, of course they got. Yeah, they well, what was their role in the in the company? Were they just a spokesperson? Were they a hired voice actor, a hired, you know, just a guy on a in the commercial? Or were they like, you know, had some kind of role in the company? I think a little of both. Brady definitely had a role in the company. I know that. I know I saw the guy from Shark Tank. He was like, I own stock. I'm on the thing. And he was like high up in it, too. So who knows who, how much these people were being lied to. But still, I mean, the thing is, is like I get wonderkins are out there, but nobody had a fucking lawyer looking into this. Nobody fucking figured That's this out saying. ahead of time. How do you get involved in a business, in any business, a friggin' a flower shop, you know, and not have contracts and lawyers and and rules and what your role is and how much where the money's there's got to be accountability for everything and i'm sorry but if you're going if you live in this country or whatever country and you're operating in a in a, a, a business that operates outside the country i don't know how risky that is but it doesn't sound like there's no it sounds like there's a lot of risk in that i don't understand it myself but why would you even want to get involved with that i mean especially if you're of the larry david uh tom brady wealth why even bother like you don't need that i i don't know you don't need it i don't understand it either well, I, if i'm fucking on that if i'm fucking larry david i would not be doing you shouldn't be fucking commercial. larry david <laughs> first of all he would love it i'm a very giving partner that's that's nice oh <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, I think uh, you just let out of like a uh, like the idea of me being with your comedic hero was such a disappointment. He's not my comedic hero. No, it's uh, it was just a weird image. I just if I told you Jerry Seinfeld and I made out, wouldn't you think less of him? I'd be a little envious (laughs) (laughs) of me. But what would you think of him? You'd be like, come on, what the fuck? No, no. all right, up there it is. Um, no, 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 I would be, I don't care if you did that. You'd have the same feelings of when you find out who is fucking Pete Davidson next. You're like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> I'd be, be like, a- hey, good for you guys. I hope you guys are happy together. No, you would look down on Jerry. You'd be like, you could be doing so much better. Well, that's true. I'd be happy for you. <clears throat> no, I'd be swinging up in that particular case for sure. You definitely would. Um, but I, I don't know. I think if you're, if you're. Tom Brady, the, the, all these guys. Why take that kind of risk with something like that? Just keep making your your, your TV shows and your and your fucking Hertz commercials and just uh, just live your life. What are you doing with this the, crypto bullshit? I'm sorry. The only thing I could think. Let's take Larry David first. And I don't want to be a Larry David apologist here. I want to be a Larry David defender. I do love him, but the only thing I could think of is the that perhaps. They pitched him on the idea first because the idea of that commercial was tailor made for him. If you, if people don't remember, the commercial oh, the was thing, yeah. it, it was no, it was Larry David over the oh, course of history just shitting on ideas like the wheel's never going to make it. That's a bad idea, or you know, all these great inventions in history he just didn't believe in, and now here's FTX and he doesn't believe in that. Okay. So the only way I could imagine you get a Larry David on board for something like that is if like, hey, here's this great idea. He might, from an artistic standpoint, be like, okay, that's really funny. It's a Super Bowl commercial. Then I'll make some money. Okay, fine. Maybe that was the end of his involvement in it. Or I don't know. Maybe Maybe. it was just, I'm doing I'm in a commercial. Just like all the other actors that were in that commercial. He just happens to be Larry David. Right. He's still wrong for, he, I mean, still, you gotta be like with finance, it's tricky, but to, to fucking Tom Brady, this guy, I don't get. Like you just said, he's in Hertz commercials. He makes a ton of money from the NFL already. And I understand he's trying to start a billion businesses between clothing lines and fucking avocado ice cream or whatever the hell. Else. But it's like at some point, it's like enough already. Like, do you yeah. have to be doing something all the fucking time? Like, I it doesn't. The guy's got, what, six Super Bowl rings and. The uh, only person, li- yeah. the only person I really kind of understand and and really side with in this particular case is Kevin Hart, because like Kevin Hart is annoyingly involved in everything. Well, he's I mean he's a huge star. He's he's one of the, he's a list. He's up. Yeah, there. but I heard him do an interview once where he was like, "I don't want to be a successful comedian." He's like, "I want to." become an like a I forgot what the fucking word he used was but I was I was like okay like he wants to be a mogul he doesn't want to be Chris Rock he wants to be you know he wants to be the rock Jeff Bezos or everything yeah he he doesn't he you know he said it I think this is what he said it which is impressive to me it's not about him being as rich as he possibly can and a millionaire it's about all the people that he employs becoming millionaires because of the industry that he has set up around. That sounds good. That's impressive. Once again, once again, we run the risk of 
when they get there. I mean, he's there though. He's he's a million multi million. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with trying to start. No. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, but he's there. I mean, he's made it. I feel like it's not like he's not successful. Yeah, I feel like I'm contradicting myself because the difference between Tom Brady and Kevin Hart is very minimal. But there is something wrong with it where it's like you're at the top of everything. Like, do you need a fucking sweatshirt line? I don't understand. I don't understand it. Well, you know, when does it when does it end? What do you at some point? It's enough for you. At some point, it won't be. But yeah, that might be enough for you. But is it enough for him? It, I don't know. You know, it's everybody's got their own limit. And if you know, if he's done with football, he's what is he forty something? He's got to do something with his life. I don't even know if it's money entirely because it's like I like again. I don't know what Larry David was paid, but can you pay Larry David enough? You know, to leave the house. I just don't know. I think it's attention. You know, like I don't know if Larry David does that commercial if it doesn't air on the Super Bowl. You know, Maybe I just. Not. I don't, I don't know if he goes for something like that. But Tom Brady, again, it's like, it's relentless. It's like, when is it going to be, when are you just going to take a fucking vacation? I want to tell you this. Tom Brady's children are going to fucking hate him. They're going to fucking hate him because they're going to grow up and they're going to be like, that piece of shit was never around. Like, never. He was never around. Well, yeah, we all know that. He made enough money to be a great fucking dad. He could have been involved in whatever the fuck he wanted. And still, like, been a good, still picked us up from fucking school. They're going to be like, I, I fucking had a driver take me home. And I didn't have a fucking dad because he had to start a fucking avocado ice cream line. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I no, don't I get it. He's just not going to stop. He's the kind of guy that. Remember, what was it? That he it was either retire and stay home with the kids or play another year. He played another year. You know, it's that's what. And then he lost. He lost his wife. He's divorcing and, and it became a whole big thing. That's he's it's um, I feel like it's almost like an addict. He's just addicted to doing to to the fame, probably. Yeah. To, to the attention. That's that's what happens to a lot of people. And it's funny because you get into some of these people and like during the pandemic, it was like all anybody did was podcast. So every all these people spoke and it was so funny to hear these people who don't fucking stop go actually enjoying being at home with my kids and like being in their life and it's like yeah you know that's it's important you know mm -hmm. having a fucking sweatshirt line not that important in the long run in the scheme of things i saw a tiktok the other day from tom brady i'm really becoming a tom brady hater i'm just i'm coming to this realization as we're doing this so this tiktok from tom brady and he goes i left the house and i forgot my gym bag but i'm on the way to the stadium and i know that J.C. Penny, fucking, or what's the Taylor? What's the Lord and Taylor, Lord and Taylor. has TB12 items, so I'm going to call them and see if they can open early for me. And he calls Lord and Taylor, 5.30 in the morning, Frank, in Florida, and say, there, Scott answers the phone, and he's like, is this the real Tom Brady? He's like, it's really me. Can you run out a sweatsuit for me? Okay, we'll see. And I'm watching this, and I'm going, Nobody is buying that this is just happening just by chance. Call. Yeah. yeah. Who's fucking, why is Who's this kid at fucking Lord and Taylor at 530 in the morning? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> by the way, how far do you live from the stadium that you can't just turn around and get your fucking right. gym bag? Not only that, why wouldn't they have shit at the stadium for you? Yeah. You're yeah. Tom Brady. You should probably have a pair of pants there. 
Yeah. Maybe I don't know how it works, but and he's like, "You want to take a picture?" And the guy's like, oh, "I can't believe it's really you." And I'm like, "Give me a fucking break already." There was, I remember, I was doing a, an event at a mall back in the, the old radio days, and I had to cut through a Lord and Taylor, and I forgot my a belt. I had a, you know, I was wearing my uh, cargo pants, whatever shorts, without a belt, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" You know what? I forgot my belt at home. Maybe I could pick one up at Lord and Taylor. I'm walking through there anyway. I went to the belt section. I look, I picked one up and went, "What the fuck? Are you kidding me?" Hundred and twenty dollars. It was like four hundred dollars for a belt. <laughs> I went and back you go. I will go beltless today. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I was like, I just need so. I give me, give me a some rope. I'll be fine with that. I gotta buy four hundred dollars worth of belt. No. Fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Give me a Uh, a cord of some kind. Christine, it's greed and ego. That's all it is. Uh, Anytime. Socialism also has a 100% fail rate. You know, it's funny. Thank you, Annie, for saying that. Um, Is that Annie's chest in her her picture? It is. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what that was. I thought I was looking at Mickey Mouse for a second there upside down. Um, good for you, Annie. Um, the crypto thing, it, it, you know, it's funny. You look at all these dictators, it's the same shit. Is it not? Socialism is the same thing. We can all be together. Everybody can do their part and we'll all live happily. What happens? The fucking asshole on top eats like a goddamn king and everybody else starves to death. You know, it, it, it really is telling as shitty and unhappy as we are as Americans with our government. It's the best thing fucking going. It'd just be great if we can get less shittier people in there for a little while. Uh, I get it. The only thing, the difference is there is a little bit, and it's, I'm not saying, you know, but there is socialism in our in our country. It's just not to the scale of other countries. Like you pay your taxes, they go to fund, you know, uh, like parks and buses and social uh, programs. So there is some socialism in the country. That's you know that's what it yes. is. It's, a, hel- it's yes. a healthier mix than most countries. Of, of course, like you said, schools, roads. You need some, you do you need some of it. There's got to be some. In there. You can't you know. We all pitch in to pay for, you know, the, the playgrounds and the the parks and all this stuff. That's a little bit of. That's what that is. So should make fucking Tom Brady do it. I'm really mad at him. I really. Because get off my TikTok. Remember TikTok in the beginning when none of the celebrities were on it? That was the best. You know? <laughs> don't follow the celebrities. <clears throat> I don't. I don't follow them. They just come on my fucking thing. That's gross. I hate it. Fucking. Can you, like, choose not to, like, see, like, you know, X them out or something and say, I don't, I don't know. see any of these? But my wife sent me this old lady who cooks shit, and now she keeps popping up, and I really can't stand her face and whatever she's like hugely popular i don't wish her bad i don't like shitting on creators because i know how hard it is to do but i i just i can't stand her face and i just want to skip it every time it comes on will not stop it just will not stop i hear you um all right right. let's get off this idiot what's next yeah well we got two topics in with that fucking thing um trump so let's go with the latest news in case anybody hasn't heard but this went down today that um, the Attorney General Merrick Garland named a special counsel to oversee the Justice Department's investigation in the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. 
investigation. It's Jack Smith. And uh, the this... January 6th stuff. What? And the January 6th stuff, too. And the January 6th stuff, yes. Um, he's a veteran prosecutor, Jack Smith. Uh, it comes three days after Trump announces his uh, presidency. And uh, this is the, also the kind of the reason why we're talking about Trump. So this is the latest news. But why I also wanted to bring it up is because we didn't have a chance to do. I really wanted to do Wednesday's show, but I wasn't. I wasn't feeling up to it. Yeah, you're fine. Um, <clears throat> but I have a lot of thoughts on Trump and and his run this time around. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I've been opining about this since January 6th. And I don't know what is going to happen. I know a lot of people are like, it's over. He's done. I I I think we have a ways to go till we can measure that accordingly. And you know me, Frank, I love to feel like I know what's going to happen. This, that you know, sound like you because as a podcaster, we have nothing to lose. You know, we get it right. Yeah. We could brag about it. We get it wrong. People will forget we said it. But um, it's really interesting this time around to see even in his announcement, I thought was pretty lackluster and didn't have it's the same it's the same every time he gets in front of a microphone it's the same bullshit there's nothing different and 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 that's what you know that's what you know these rallies that he's been having non-stop have been pretty interesting and um interesting from a standpoint of god interesting from a standpoint of like looking how many people he could still get to turn up but as i've said in the past i'm like you know, it's impressive to get five, six, seven, ten thousand yeah. people to show but up. This but... but at this announcement, people were trying to leave and security wasn't letting them. They were trying to walk out of his speech early before it ended. And yeah. security was keeping them in there. But what I was going to say was, is I think the fact that he continues to make the same stump speech everywhere, that when it came time for the announcement that everybody knew was happening, they're just it was it, it kind of fizzled. Yeah, it wasn't. You know? as, I mean, he said his thing, and I really, yeah, and then it was like, all right, now what? Yeah, I have a lot more thoughts on this, and very interesting thoughts, Frank. But I do need to take a moment to myself. Can you do a jump start read for me? All right, go go right. take care of yourself. Thanks, big dog. And you got to take care of yourself these holidays coming up. You got a lot of family coming over. You got Thanksgiving around the corner. A lot of people coming over, serve them the great coffee here. We've got uh, Jumpstart Coffee. I got the dark roast blend right here. This is my favorite one. And uh, you use the code AOA15 when you use the link below. Save 15% off of your entire order. That's amazing. Not only that, but 50%, half of the profits goes to uh, the Navy SEAL Foundation from every order. So that's amazing. And you get a great product. So everybody wins. You get a great product. The podcast gets some support. The Navy SEALs uh, get some support there. They get 50%. Uh, Jumpstart Coffee gets to keep making this great product, uh, and everybody wins. There's no downside here. So great coffee. they got all kinds of new different flavors. Check them out at the link below. Jumpstart uh, Coffee Company, Dark Roast, uh, Medium Roast. they got the Medium Dark Roast, uh, the Espresso Blend. Check them all out. Um, and get in on the AOA 15 deal. Use that code, 15% off. Also do the subscribe and save. So you order your coffee, you set it up to just get delivered every month. You don't have to think about it. So that's a beautiful thing. 
Yeah, let's keep that jumpstart in business. I'm not saying that they're doing bad. I just I don't want them to go away. They they put the nicest thing out on Twitter. They do this like five star Friday thing where they put out their reviews and everything. Okay. Um, and um, God bless you all who are watching and listening. I appreciate you more than anything. A lot of the times it's reviews that come from you know somebody hearing it on ours on our show, Frank. Mm-hmm. And today's was from Rose, who first heard it from us and ordered a bag for Christmas, loved it. Then they ordered more, and now it's like that's all they can drink now is is, is Jumpstart. So you love hearing yeah, it's, that. It's wonderful, good stuff. They got all and it's great character notes. You know what I love about it too? It's I love that like people are connecting with something that they like, like you know, finding yeah, that cool. thing that works for you. I love that. Yeah, it's not a BS product. It's a great product. You know, it's. Yeah. You get everybody wins. There's no there's no downside to this. It's no FDX. There's no. It's not <laughs> No, there's actual coffee in here. It's not, you know, you're not dealing with uh, some fictional bullshit that nobody's ever heard of. You ordered a bag of coffee, I got a bag of fucking air. What's happening here? Yeah, I don't understand what's going. On. Thanks to Jumpstart. Um, here's my thoughts on Trump this time around. Um, so he made the announcement no real pop I was curious to see how people would cover it. Um, he made it. When? What time did he make it? Was it at night? I think it was. It was at night. I didn't really see it. This is another game I like to play is like, go on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. When does it kind of creep in? I, I didn't see the first clip of it until like four or five o'clock the next day. Yeah, That's crazy. That it wasn't that big of a, a, a splash. There was so much other shit going on. It's yeah. like, already announced it. There was well, plus, a ton of... Ru- I'm sorry. Go ahead. All the, plus, the rest of the speech was dribbling bullshit. He could, he could, you know, everybody is talking, you know, we got a lot of people like, oh, Biden doesn't know what he's talking about. He's fumbling his word. If you listen to a Trump speech, he, half the time, he doesn't know what he's saying. When he tries to read the prompter, he gets the wrong word. He'll read it wrong, but but he'll he won't correct himself. He'll stick with that wrong word, and he'll just keep going with it until we kind of go. Was that or maybe that's a word? I don't know. It could be a word. I disagree. He gets it right very bigly, and this guy knows it. This guy agrees very very bigly. Uh, um, that's my favorite thing. He's like, this guy knows what I'm talking about. This guy, right? You have the best best words. This guy gets it. Right? Um. I used to do that when I was on stage. I can't remember where I was when I saw a comic do that for the first time. And and it was bullshit. Like, and so I would go on, you know, when you go on stage, like introduce a band, I would just be like, that guy knows what I'm saying. And then we're pointing at nobody. (laughs) Well, you're pointing at someone that's like, yeah, yeah. We're in for a good day music, right? This guy knows what I'm talking about. Anyway. Um, Yeah, he gets it. You're pointing at a woman. Half actually. his family, his family wasn't even there. All that was there, I think, was uh, uh, Eric Trump was there, and I think um, Jared Kushner may have been there. Everybody else, nobody else was there. Well, so I had, I heard rumblings that they were like telling him, like, "Hey, you know, we didn't do as well in the midterms. Maybe you should put this off." And he was like, "Fuck that, I'm doing it." And then I heard he was like like as happy as ever because this is what he lives for he lives to fucking fight he loves the fight right and then he made the announcement kind of blah so i'm watching i'm like okay and then the story comes out 
that Ivanka doesn't want to participate. And I was like, this would be the first major blow to him. And I was like, let me not say anything because it could be just left-wing bullshit. Sure enough, she comes out and goes, I'm not getting involved in politics. She did it as nice to him as she possibly could. Say that again. Mm -hmm. No, I'll just repeat what you said again. Yeah, she did it as nice as she possibly could to say, like, I'm going to... You know, focus on my family this time. I don't want to be involved in politics. But the writing is on the wall that, you know, a lot of people don't believe in him this time around, that he can His do it. His freaking family. Well, what's he going to do? I mean, even if he wins, which would be a freaking nightmare. I'm sorry. But if he wins, what is he going to do? What is his plan? Keep building the wall? Was well, gonna make America great again? I mean, that's an oh, easy. Oh, oh, I see. I got. Ask me a harder question. I see. I get it. Uh, but then I read that the, that the evangelicals are upset with him, like, and he had a big Christian backing the first time oh, around. Are they suddenly not supporting the same? What's changed about him that he's, you know, I mean, he's been the same asshole. You know what's he's changed been, about him? I don't understand why. Why? Here's what's changed about him: America doesn't like a loser. And he, even though he lost the election, this midterm was his first real big loss. Like his first big, com- because here's the thing. No, no matter what you want to say about how, how good of a job he did, he got it, 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 the pandemic. Nobody was going to overcome the pandemic. No president could have survived that pandemic. He was going to get voted out because the shape that the world was in and everybody needed a change. So in a way you could almost give him a pass and go, it's the pandemic. Who was going to survive the pandemic? This was his first chance. No excuses. Two years of the other side running the show. What can you do? And he came up very, very short. And suddenly everybody looks at him and goes now, eh, they can't overlook the shit that they were overlooking because he's not winning. You yeah, know. suddenly all that shit's now not acceptable anymore because he's not going to win. It doesn't make it's such it's so two faced and like hypocritical. Oh, he's not winning anymore. Well, now he's unacceptable. If he was winning, then we back him all the way. But I found it super interesting that as soon as the midterms were over, such bullshit. How can people see that? Um, I found it super interesting that as soon yeah. as the midterms were over, that he started shitting on DeSantis right away and he went back to that old gimmick of giving them a nickname and so he's calling him Ron DeSanctimonious and I'm just looking at it and I'm like this Ugh. this isn't working the way it used to when you were saying crooked Hillary and the, you know it, it's easy when you're doing it back then and not for nothing but Jeb Bush and Ted Cruz these guys were fucking pushovers they were just cardboard cutouts standing there <clears throat> fucking Ron uh, Ron DeSantis is somebody that you fucking propped up for a long time yep. and you got a lot of your audience in on him and he took the ball and fucking ran with it for a long time. He put a lot of big conservative moves into play down in Florida and now you're trying to take that down. It's not it's not Hillary. You're not going up against Hillary. You're not going up against Jeb Bush. Ron, Ron DeSantis has got a fucking record. He wins. He pushes conservative values across the board. 
people aren't going to abandon him for Trump no, it, as uh, easy. And he didn't win by. Uh, am I? I keep freezing. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, he didn't. He won DeSantis, but not by as much as I thought he would. I mean, it wasn't as what, what it this was time like, around. He won by like twenty points. But I thought in a state like Florida, I thought it would be a blowout, like a huge blowout. It mm. was like sixty to forty, or not even that. It was fifty something to forty something. Was it even that close? I thought it was bigger than that. As far as I remember, but uh, I'll look it up. But I didn't think it was by much. Well, so that was that, and then his his when his daughter pulled out, though I was like, "This is, um, you know." And the thing here's the other yeah, thing 60, too: 40, 59, 59 to forty. Okay, here's the other thing too: take Trump out of it for a second. I don't know if people want the fighting anymore. Which is so his whole persona. He is just a fighter. It's exhausting. It, you know, yeah. there's there's a difference. There's fighting, and then there's just refusal to accept reality. I mean, yeah, you can fight all you want, but when you're faced with the fact that you lost, you know, the fight's over. So you know, you you, fight, you choose a different fight. You get, in, you know, you bring up another battle, but to be you know, a, a fighter or a winner can tell you when they lost. They could admit they lost. You know, this guy will never admit he's he lost. He'll never apologize. He'll never do anything like that because he's immature and he doesn't know he's a child. Uh, it's yeah. It's to to go through that again would be just so draining for everybody. It would be a nightmare. I just think this is the most interesting thing to watch and see what happens. Because I think this will be a great fall. And I don't know what, I don't know how he saves face coming out of this other than, like, this is what I was thinking about the other day. Like, if he's not going to make it, how does he bow out? Because he didn't bow out of 2020 well. He did, he was horrible at that. And I think it, I think that was the beginning. I think that's what started costing him some of his followers. Well, he tried, well, his whole playbook was in 2016 he was it's rigged it's rigged it's rigged it's rigged but he won so it's not rigged anymore then 2020 it's rigged it's rigged it's rigged it's rigged he lost it's rigged it's rigged, it's all it's a corrupt system everything's rigged it's rigged. so he was setting it up in 2016 so that if he lost he would have pulled the same shit that he did right he wasn't the president at the time so he couldn't do as much as he could have as, as he did this time but he was setting it up. He was teeing it up for, look at this. I can't believe I lost. That's ridiculous. It's all rigged. But then in 2020, he actually lost, and now it's rigged. So does he do that again? I mean, what if he doesn't win the primary? Votes among his own party. Does he? There's talks of him doing uh, uh, his own, his own party, a, a different a Trump party instead of Republican. Right. If he does a Trump party, he might as well just give it to Biden. Biden, I yeah, think Biden can win. Republicans right in half. But I think Biden can win against DeSantis and Trump. I don't think I'm not sure the Democrats can win again. I think the country said we'll give the Democrats another two years to see what's what. <clears throat> I don't know if they'll give them another four years. Now again, nobody knows what's going to happen in the next two years and how the economy is going to go. But it doesn't look like it's going in the right in a positive direction. So. Um, I don't know if Biden can beat whoever the Republican nominee is 
in 24, but I feel like he can beat a split Republican party. That would be, yeah. If he did that, Democrats win. That's, that's you know, three. I mean, anybody could beat it. Yeah. yeah. Anybody could beat a split Republican party. I mean, yeah. the only way that Trump could make that somewhat interesting is if he ropes in like a Tulsi Gabbard or one of these outlier Democrats that can pull, you know, in that direction too. That's so. the thing. I mean, if you look at this midterm, he's, he's got to pull someone who could pull the numbers that, you know, that, that nobody else was getting. He's not going to go for like a Bobert who barely squeaked by. I can't believe Bobert won. By like what 400 I, and something, 500 votes. You know what I really can't believe is that that Frick, he, he uh, conceded. Yeah. That, that I, I couldn't believe because she, I saw that on Twitter where she was like, hey, I, uh, I won and, uh, you know, we're going to get to work and everything. And then she was like, you know, there's probably going to be a run, a run of recount, um, you know, but my lawyers are working on it and we're going to, you know, and I was like, and then I looked it up and I, every article I wrote was like, this is going to a recount. And I'm like, oh, well, you didn't win. And then, because I'm like, if you're within 400, they're going to just go and recount that. And, I, you know, like at that point, I know how tight it is, but to reverse something, even 400 votes is pretty tough. That's a that's a big to, to yeah to be off by that much. Yeah. And that, that could swing. I mean, it's possible, but not really, you know, and then the fact that he didn't write it out. I was surprised by that. You know, I think it's good that he didn't. You know, if he if you're looking at because here's the thing, they, they know. They know they're not going to, you know. Well, a recount, I, I would rather see a runoff. The runoff would be better because then it's just them versus each other. Well, again, so that, and I said this before, that's the next test for Trump. Can they make it in this runoff? Can, if if Herschel Walker doesn't win this. Did you I see mean, Herschel Walker's freaking speech the other day? He's an idiot. He's what a fucking fuck, idiot. man. He starts talking about werewolves and vampires and shit. Yeah, he's beyond. He literally he's went beyond off on it for like ten minutes. I was like, "What the hell is this?" He's beyond. Too. He's Bodie McBoatface. He. This is what happens oh when people God. are like, "Oh, isn't this hysterical?" And they just, you know, vote as a goof, and, that, that, yeah. and then you get Bodie McBoatface. Well, that's I think part of the reason Trump was was in, was elected. He was like, "Oh, this outsider," you know. He's a, yeah, but I see. I keep saying no, this. no, no, no. I don't mean all all the votes. I mean, yeah. I think a good part of it was. Oh, he's a he's a uh, an outsider. He's a, a celebrity, and he uh, pretends like he's smart. So let's see what he can do. That's why I think a lot of people were like, "Hey, well, you know, any celebrity throws a hat in a ring, it 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 becomes enticing." That's why Doctor Oz got so close. I think it was more he, he the people were appealing. He, he he was appealing to people because oh, he yeah, came that's from the majority. The but I think yeah. a big chunk was. Well, let's just, you know, get a celebrity in there because we've got politicians and they haven't been doing anything. So let's get a celebrity in there. Yeah. But Herschel Walker will be the next thing to see. Because to, to, if he loses, I don't know what I don't know where Trump goes from there if he loses. Now, if, if he, he wins, loses, if he loses, he'll turn on him like in a, like in a second. Oh, yeah. well, I didn't think he was going to win anyway. I tried, but, you know, it's only so much you could do with somebody who doesn't know what he's saying. You know, he'll, he'll turn on him like he like he's his worst enemy. If he wins, though, Trump will never shut the fuck up about it, which leads us to our third topic, which is Twitter. So today, Elon reinstated the Babylon Bee and somebody else. Oh, uh, Griffin, uh, Kathy Griffin. 
Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Mistake. That's the first thing well, she, she, I've just She turned it with. down. She said, no thanks, and she's not What a piece. Back. I fucking hate her. I hate her. <laughs> Why? I just... I don't like her, too, but I just don't like her comedy. I don't care, you know. And just because she's never made me laugh once. No, but this, I don't, you know... I don't see the redeeming quality in her whatsoever. I'm not a fan of hers either, but, you know, she was offered... She's like, oh, we're re- reinstating your... your you know your your uh, account, and she turned it down. What a piece of shit so thing that's to nice, do! But no thanks. That's what something Trump would do, by the way. I'm just gonna point that out. It's very similar. Well, his things. hasn't his decision hasn't been made yet. We don't know if he's coming back. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But I mean, admit it. She was the worst fucking. Even her episode of Seinfeld. Oh, miserable! I hated it. She stunk. She was the most annoying, frustrating character. The premise was funny, but she fucking stunk. Yeah, no, she Kathy Griffin stinks. <laughs> and and that whole and here's what I fucking hate about her too. It was the stupid Trump thing when she held his head. I was just joking. That's not fucking No, that was terrible. That was close bad. to funny. No, that was hundred percent against that. That was stupid. Fucking hack. Anyway. I really you really got under my skin with that, Frank. You had to tell me fucking she turned I'm it down. Sorry. <laughs> and someone else was reading. I don't know, but the jury's still out on the Trump decision if he's coming. Well, he just, he just, Elon just tweeted before we started this episode that, you know, he's like, should I reinstate Trump? Yes or no? And put it out there. Now, Trump has said he won't go because he believes yeah, in truth he? social. Exactly. That would just got money. You know, his yeah. own site. But here's the thing, because again, and this is why I love this stuff. I love, it's like watching a movie. There's conflict, there's decision, there's a character yeah, arc. But it's not a movie. <laughs> But you're but it's we're gonna see movie. it's gonna get to the point where is Trump like I thought like oh Trump going back is he gonna get desperate enough to go back to Twitter? It's possible. It's hard not to win without that huge platform. Because truth social, he's just screaming into the void. I hate he's I'm screaming sorry. at people he's screaming at people who already know oh, Yeah. It's just the fact of the there's nothing redeeming but, on Truth Social. I'm sorry. But a lot of what he says on Truth Social finds its way onto Twitter. Like right, because people want to talk about him. Exactly. But still, it's not nearly the impact of when you're doing it yourself and you're putting it out there. Um, but anyway. Carol, um, I, I, I can't accept that as a fact. Sorry. But let me just get I this out before you. I don't know what Carol's saying. Let me just get this out. I don't. I think we could see Trump abandon Truth Social sooner to get back on the bigger platform. I don't I don't see him doing I mean would he it's his own company well you know what a lot of his companies went down in flames so I don't see why not he could I think he will abandon he'll abandon it and you think, think he'll, he'll yeah, yeah he'll fold he's got to win he's got to win and he had what like a hundred some million people on Twitter right when he would tweet he controlled the news cycle that was it everybody fucking wrote about what he just tweeted about. Remember Kofifi, whatever the fuck that was? Yeah, that oh, was, brilliant. He's such a brilliant guy. That was months. That was months. Hold on a second. Holding Trump's head was a reference to... Frank? Salome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's art. Make art legal again. No, 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 no. I refuse <laughs> to accept Hoisted this. by your own petard. I refuse to accept this. It was an art thing. Bullshit. Why, because you didn't agree with it? Because you're against it? She's a comedian. Hey, if fucking Van Gogh is out there holding his head up, okay, fine. I'm not going to argue with it. Comedians aren't artists? 
Canadians? No. Comedians. Oh, I thought you said Canadians. Comedians um, or artists? Why? Because you didn't like it? You didn't agree no, no. with it? It's bad? No. This is like uh-huh. watching... Uh-huh. It's like watching a seven-year-old make a joke, nobody laughs, and he go and he tries to pretend it wasn't a joke. That's exactly what this is. It's bullshit. She was trying to. No, she, she thought did pretend it was it was a joke. Oh, she said she, it was a joke. She thought everybody would fucking be cheering her in the streets because of what she did taking on the big bad Trumpster, and she just came off looking like a fucking asshole. But it was art. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand why I have such a problem with art. No. No. Sorry. I didn't think it was funny, but but would you say that she has every right to do it? I'll defend her. I'll defend her right to do. Of course, a hundred percent, she has the right to do it. Right. You don't have to agree with it. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Problem with that. I have no problem with her doing it. It's just, what are you doing? No, you know, no, you... I didn't. It was. It was a stupid thing. But yeah, what are you gonna do? She was holding it. She was so fucking proud. And then she. And here's the worst part about it: the fucking tour that she went on afterwards, like. Yeah, I got canceled. I know what it's like to be canceled, but I'm still here. It's like, motherfucker, you're part of the cancel army who started all this. Now you don't like it when it happens to you. And second of all, now I got to hear your fucking redeeming story about how you're still here making it happen. And didn't she get cancer or something like that, too? That really pissed me off. Because now it's like, now I have to fucking feel for you a little bit. You have fucking cancer. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she did. But uh, yeah, I didn't like that. Trump. Uh, you know, I'm all for... I'm the first one to bash Trump, but that was, you know, you don't do that. That's fucking my, 30 years of this this woman being around, not once have I had a fucking chuckle at her. Why is that's she still, who's buying Kathy Griffin tickets? I, explain this to me. Who? Who's buying a Kathy know. Griffin ticket? How does she have money? I don't know. Is she right? Does she write stuff maybe? I don't know. That we're not aware of? Then you hear, like, you know, that happens to people sometimes. You're like, you know, so-and-so, like a TV host or whatever, and they're like, you should see their stand-up. And then, like, you go and look at, like, everybody's like, Leno, Leno. Then you go look at Leno's stand-up, and you're like, shit, that guy was fucking, he was far more funny stand-up-wise than he was hosting The Tonight Show. Right. This is not the case with Kathy Griffin. She fucking (laughs) stinks. Yeah, I've never, you're right. I've never been, I never laughed at anything Kathy Griffin did. At one point in your life, did somebody go, did you see the thing that Kathy Griffin put on Facebook the other day? It was hilarious. Let me send it to you. Has that ever fucking happened to that's you? That's never happened. Thanks. And again, that's never happened to me either. Like, nobody said, did you see what Frank put on, <laughs> on Twitter? Oh, my God. You'll cry. <laughs> now Paul's just having fun with it. Maybe she needs a hoodie line. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You want to know what would make me really happy? Don't judge me. I'm judging you right now. If at 120 miles per hour, Tom Brady and Kathy Griffin got into a head-on collision and they both died, that would Dude. be... I think Ooh. that would be... We would be resetting the karma clock. Oh, my God. No, that's grim. That's no good. Uh, I'm like, wish people dead. What are you... You're, see, that's, never, that's not... Just, I didn't say that's that. That's exactly what you said. I said head-on car crash. They could survive, but if you they don't died, wish people serious injury. Hundred and what mile an hour? That's that's death. That, they're not surviving that. I don't think. That's, Depends. That's if he's wearing his, his hoodie from Lord and Taylor. Maybe, but no, that's fucked up. See, but Kathy Griffin, what she did was too, was fucked up. So you just did the same <laughs> thing she did, yeah, but, but you didn't joking. have a visual. 
I was joking, though. Sure. It's art, Frank. No, I don't wish death on her. But I really, I honestly, if we never heard from the two of them ever again, I would be so fucking happy. I would yeah, be so just, happy. If they just, you know, went into the background, fine. I don't wish anybody. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, he's the greatest. Anyway, what the hell was I saying? What were we talking about? Probably something stupid. Twitter. Trump going on Twitter. Here's what's interesting about Twitter. And this is another thing where I have some issues with some celebrities. But it's not just the celebrities. Everybody's going on Twitter to announce that they're giving up on Twitter. And nobody sees the irony in this. It's like, I want to tell the world Twitter's done. Where do they go on Twitter? Well, a lot of it is people telling their their Am I the only one? Yeah. A lot of it is people telling their followers, find me on this thing, find me on that thing, find me on this thing. By the way, they're all still tweeting. They're all still tweeting. Yeah, I don't understand. That's the thing I find weird. Like, fine, if you're going to say, I'm leaving Twitter, Twitter's over, you haven't left. You know, that's that's fine. Say it. But then where, you know, are you going? Because Valerie Bernelli says she was leaving. That motherfucker tweeted this afternoon. Okay. okay. I mean, it's disgust. Like, and then they go like this. They go, um, Twitter. It's gonna. Br- Yesterday, it was like it's gonna break. Like he fired everybody again. It's gonna break. And I'm like, it's the the whole thing is like on cruise control. Like, yeah, what's there to break? I don't. That I don't get. What? Are the, I understand you got to run ads. You got to do this. You got to do that. But like the on off switch. It's it's on. It's running. Can you explain this to me? No, probably not. And I feel like this is, a, I'm sorry, but it's, but I feel like this is, again, a left-wing cancel culture thing. Because this guy, who, again, was traditionally a Democrat, um, said some favorable things about Republicans. Right away, everybody just got their knives out pointing at him. I don't understand for the life of me why everybody isn't rooting for this guy to be a success because you had Twitter and it was good. You know, could it have been better? Maybe here's a guy who goes, I think I can make this better. It's something that we all use and rely on. It's a wonderful tool. It really is at the end of the day. Like I look at Twitter and like, we look at some of the revolutions they've caused in foreign countries to, you know, overturn, shitty government you know what i'm saying like a chance for people to huge it's a huge platform with a lot of wonderful potential yeah wonderful potential why Um, frank is everybody just like look he's dude the guy didn't even fully take over before people were like this is the end he's ruining everything he's going to kill twitter why are people like this i don't understand how people aren't just like well i hope he does a good job I think because of a lot of stuff that he was saying before he took over, like it was like, uh, oh, we, sh- you know, there were rules in place that people agreed with, and then he said, "Oh, I'm going to reverse all that. I'm going to get rid of this rule, get rid of that rule." Free to, but to free to free up the speech, and then everybody's like, "Well, then you're just going to create a racism and harassment and all this stuff." And it's like, I understand, I understand the argument, but people really do forget how bad controlled speech really is like they really really do you know and it's like 
you can't give that up for anything. And well, there's there's a difference. There's there's controlled speech, which you know what, but there's hate speech as well, that which is different. Hate speech, racism, stuff like that is not on the same level as free speech. You're not like there's free speech, and then there's shit. You just you get in trouble for saying. Okay, but let me let me let me just say something to you. I do not know you to be a racist person. True. Right. I don't. You just you're just a wonderful person. Thank you. Uh, When Elon took over Twitter, did you like? I'm gonna I'm gonna give those Jews a talking to. (laughs) No. I'm gonna give them a what for. No. No. But no. There are people out there that I'm sure. No. That I'm sure we're like all right. Floodgates opening. But who the hell knows? I don't know. If that didn't the rise in in we talked about that speech go up. So, you know, what he said was now he said that that's not true. He said that that's not that's that that it didn't happen that way, that it that that outside thing that counts tweets was incorrect. So, look, I don't know who's lying and who's not. Um, But he said today or yesterday that he's not going to censor the accounts that do that. But if there's hate speech recognized in a tweet that that will be tampered down as far as the reach goes, which is, and he said this, and it is the truth, exactly what happens on Facebook and Instagram and the other platforms. So wait, if someone does says something hateful and like racist on on Facebook and it gets reported, accounts are, are banned or, or uh, what's it? What's the word? Suspended. Shout out band. Suspended. Yeah. Well, yes, but the problem the problem becomes then jokes and you know, you could be like, um, I love the Jewish deli, and it'll see like Jewish and uh, you know, and you never write Jewish, and it'll, it'll be like, oh, it'll get oh, tampered down. And then, you know. I mean, I'm sure like there are flags put up for if if a flag goes to that, I love the Jewish deli, then there's got to be a system where someone looks at it and goes. No, Let me give you a better example. Uh, I'm, you walk by and there's a swastika on the on the deli nearby, and you're like, "This is terrible. Who's who's doing this?" You could get hit for that when you're actually doing something perhaps helpful, like let's find the person, you know, whatever, right. you know, whatever the case is. Yeah, um, no, that's anyway. I so he it, said, but if there's if there's let's say there's bullying, let's say there's kids you know, just attacking someone and at least, you know, you don't think that kind of stuff should be reported and dealt with? Of course. Or should it just be a free-for-all? Of course it should be. But where we were, again, you can't argue with this. The New York Post had the scoop on the Hunter Biden laptop thing and that got tampered down and it was unfair. They were wrong. All the social media networks were, were wrong. Now, I'm happy to give the, them a break because this is all new territory for everybody. Like, again, when Zuckerberg was trying to get revenge on his ex-girlfriend starting this fucking shit, he didn't see any of this shit coming, right. you know? So everybody gets a, a little bit of a pass for me there. But the truth of the matter is, is that, and the point is, he's trying and he sees what's happening. Again, and I've been screaming about this for the longest time. You can't have seven people in San Francisco deciding what the entire world sees. That's not good on any level. No, I it's agree just not. That. I agree. And but so why couldn't Jack be... and all those people come to the conclusion of 
we'll 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 have an independent review system. You know what they're doing now? I'll see a tweet and it'll be like, is this tweet this? And you'll have a chance to say like, oh, this is this is hate speech or um, this is just a joke. You know, you'll have a chance to you'll crowdsource what the tweet is. That's not. Yeah, that's if someone says something effed up, it needs to be reported. And then what happens, though, is it it goes to Twitter headquarters and then they decide if it's hate speech or if it's not. That's not how he's doing it, though. He's going to have well, then he's going he's going to have well, different right, things. So so if if someone says something racist and I report it, what happens then? It would go, okay, let's say somebody says something racist. They have 3,000 followers. You see it, you report it. The next time it's supposed to be shown to a follower, it'll come up. Hey, is this a, you know, a racist thing? If it's confirmed, then instead of going to the remaining 200 people that would have seen it because they're followers, it won't go. Well, that's still controlled speech then. But that's, but that's how you tamper down hate speech that's how they're all doing it that's not what they were doing what's the difference between that and i mean what what they've been doing what have they been doing with hate speech? they've been doing is going uh well we we can't verify this hunter biden story and the post is going well we have sources why are you treating us different than the new york times and they're like well because it's you know we can't verify it's not our guy i'm not talking about news stories i'm talking about joe schmo tweets this and Joe Schmo tweets. Same thing though. It's it's controlled speech. You can't you just can't have what he what Elon is saying is that was bad and that was wrong and that's going to lead to far worse stuff for much no, more people. I, I get it, but someone at some level is going to be deciding what's acceptable and what isn't. No matter if it's a small level or a large level or who's who decides what's acceptable and not, it's gonna happen at some point. But it's a little bit more fair when it's crowd, uh, when it's not crowdfunded, but when it's done by the crowd of mixed people and backgrounds and races, religions and sexes and all that, it's going to be more fair than when it's just the fucking seven people in an office in fucking San Francisco. Well, what's the difference between the seven people doing that and network television, you know, not allowing curses or something? Isn't that, you know, that's the same kind of thing there. Do you know what I mean? It's like either since this is the internet, there's no, you know, like Facebook, you're not really supposed to, you know, or Instagram, you can't show this, you can't say that. There are rules in place, right? You can't, you know, I can't show my butt on Instagram if I wanted to, but I could do it on Twitter. I mean, but there's, you know, there's all these rules. Because it's up to each one of their individual what they want to do, what they, you know. That's my point. At some point, at some level, there's someone deciding this is acceptable and this isn't. The thing is, is that gets to do that. Here's the thing. Nobody wants more hate speech, but nobody wants a small sector of people controlling what the masses see. And that's all this guy is saying. Why does everybody hate him? But the point is now, listen, can I just say this before you finish your point? I didn't love when Elon said to go out and vote Republican. And I'll tell you why. It is hard to do both of those things. It is hard to be like, I'm going to create the company where everybody can say whatever they want. And I know it would be nice to do that yourself, but it's hard. It, you just, I feel like it's kind of hard to be on both sides of that fence. I feel like you should probably keep your opinions on 
politics and several other things to yourself. Um, but he doesn't have to like, and the same thing is like, I wouldn't be plugging Tesla shit on there either, but he's doing that too. Cause he's built up a following on his own. So I get it. I understand it. I wouldn't do it, but I understand that he's there, allowed to do it. That's not an ethical problem. You know, it's not to me. That's why I'm saying it's to me. It's a little like, eh, I would stay, I would steer clear of this ethical dilemma. Um, but he's, you know, I would, that's my thought. I, that's I would why he got roped into buying Twitter anyway, because he hyped it up basically. But here's the thing. I, again, I, I'm still waiting for an answer. Why is everybody rooting against him? Like he, this could be a great thing. Now I'm not saying it's going to be, I'm not saying Elon's a genius. He's going to figure it out. He's a smart guy. He might figure it out. I think it would be great if he figured it out. I don't know why everybody's like shitting on this guy right away. I, I think they don't have faith that he's the guy that can that can handle this because he's very just I, I feel like he's he's because he's been screwing up. First of all, he fired half, you know, firing half the thing without he's made even a lot of mistakes. He made yeah. a lot of fuck ups. Yeah. You know, so people are losing faith in him. He's not doing, you know, I could have done that. I could have walked in and said, all right, half the company's out. <laughs> but he's been so, there for three fucking weeks. Like, get the guy. Give the guy a little runway. Let it, let's see what he could do. It could turn out to be the wonderful thing that Twitter was, you know, kind of in the first three, four, five, six years. Plus, when everybody was know, just exchanging great ideas. He's like the richest guy in the world. Not everybody likes the richest guy in the world running the biggest social media platform. It just becomes a, you know, he's in control of a little too much. Listen, and I, uh, I agree with that. He's got a lot of data. He can use that now to sell more Teslas and all that other I think stuff. That's, I, a, that's a big part of it. I agree with all that stuff. Um, I do. But at the same time, give the guy six months to a year to see what can happen. Everybody, I mean, every. oh, and so here's the other thing that I'm, I'm laughing my ass off. Everybody's like, I'm leaving Twitter. Twitter's going to, Twitter's going to break. Twitter's down. And then you get a tweet from Elon. He's like, Twitter usage has never been higher. It's everybody's hopping on Twitter to see what's going on because that's what fucking Twitter is. Like, it is great at its core. Just be a part of it. Root for it. Is that so fucking hard? I understand. I think people liked it the way it was. They don't like the, you got to squeeze. I mean, it's. I don't think it's the money. When they were tampering down bucks. conservative speech, they liked it then? That was better? No, I don't think that was what the point was. I think it was... You know, the eight, the the twenty bucks, and then all right, let's make it eight. Was that was a little? You're a billionaire. Do you need to squeeze eight bucks out of people per month? Kind of thing. What the fuck is that? That was yeah. kind of a dick move. I mean, you got to keep the lights on. You're a gajillion dollar company, and you got half the staff now. I think you could afford to pay your your staff. Listen, forever. he's he's treated that staff shitty. Somebody just said that. I miss justice. He's treated that sh staff shitty, but we also have to admit in the same breath that staff has had it far too easy for far too long. And even that. just because they have, they, they just have. And even Jack, the former uh, CEO guy who started the whole fucking thing, he even said he, he ballooned that staff up too much. He said it on Twitter, by the way. What do you mean balloon them up? He said it was too big. He wanted to. He was trying to do too much at once. He grew. He 
He just grew the company out of control. Their expenses were out of control. Which is Paying okay, all these fine. people was out of control. Fine. But if you're a guy like Elon and everybody's watching you, you don't go in there and go, all right, everybody, half the people, get the fuck out. Maybe you go through department by department. You do your... I mean, he, again, you, like you said, he's been there three weeks and he lays off half the... Co- if you're going to do that, slowly, you maybe give it some time, see where the problems are. So if he's if he's only been there three weeks, you think, you know, I guess, apparently that's enough to see that half the company is useless. Well, it comes down to this. And again, this might sound harsh, but when you just pay people what they want to make and you don't have deadlines or, um, you know, you don't have rules and everybody can come in and work when they want and everybody can take as many vacations as they want. Look, I've had jobs. I'd love to have that. But what happens? Those companies tend to go belly up and then you don't have a job. You know, there needs well, there to be some no risk of that happening here. I don't know, because it wasn't doing well financially. Twitter struggled for years and even still up till present day struggled, you know. And But Twitter, I mean, Elon could save that that company without blinking an eye, without losing sleep he could just throw money in it for a little bit till he gets it back up on its feet if he wanted to i agree but the way it was going as a public funded company they you know that shit goes belly up your mom's 401k is wrapped up in that you know you're gonna be like what the fuck but it's like what you're saying though it's the most it's the biggest social media platform there is where's it going everybody hopped on it to say i'm off but they're still there everybody's still there it's It's the highest it's been I just find it so hysterical. They're like, Twitter's going down. I'm leaving. And then it's like, you see the tweet from him, and he's like, here's the usage. Everybody's fucking on here talking about Twitter. And he's saying shit, too. He's like, isn't this exciting? And I'm on Twitter reading it, and I'm going, yeah, it kind of is. It is exciting. Well, well, it's because it's the news of the day. Everybody wants to see where it's going and what's happening with it. If, you know, I don't know. What if uh, Joe Schmo comes out with, with some other social media site that's a little better and everybody goes let's go over there now you know it's the interesting thing to me here uh, let me put it this way because i found twitter fascinating from the get when barack obama used twitter to raise more money online than any other previous presidential candidate and small sums before bernie did it everybody was like wow this is amazing present company included when uh, Trump harnessed that same audience to rise well, no to other, power well, no to become other, president. No president. Everybody was done. like, look at how shitty this is. It's like, well, well... No other president could have done it, first of all, because it wasn't around before Obama. I think it was... Was it not around when around Bush, Bush... I think Bush's second term it was around. Let me see when Twitter started. Check it, yeah. You know, this always fucks me up. This is the God's honest truth. Google wasn't around prior to 2005. It's weird, man. How fucking weird does that feel? Okay, let's see. Start date. Google came to be in 2006. March 2006. So it was a year and a half left of of Bush's term. Okay. All right. So fair enough. He didn't didn't have to run with it. so Obama was the first one, but that, you know, and that's the thing that's those, that's what makes great stories. Like, you know, Obama was able to reach an audience. Like that's a beautiful thing. Okay. Great thing. 
maybe you don't see it as beautiful when Trump does it, but it still is yeah, a beautiful thing for people to connect and find their, you know. Well, the reason it wasn't beautiful when Trump did it is because Trump used it as a pulpit to spread bullshit. He was, he was up there, the, the election's stolen and it's fraud. It's this. Uh, he used it to rally people for January 6th. He used it for his bullshit hate speech. And the, this guy's an idiot. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I never heard of this ass. You know, it's like it, beca- it became this bully pulpit when it should when it shouldn't be like that, especially from the most powerful person in the world. So that's why people couldn't stand it with him. And it became a he's insulting this guy again. He's insulting that guy again. He's uh, he's pissing on our our allies and and calling our enemies batshit crazy people. You know, it became a nightmare to mm-hmm. go on Twitter and see what he said recently because it was just what is he getting us into? Stop it. It became holy shit. This guy is just a lunatic and he's He's digging us into a, a friggin' pit. But again, the same thing that made him, brought him to power, might be the thing that takes him down this time. Because I wonder if people are tired of it. All right, we can't make the whole thing about Trump. Let's no, move on to the next on. thing. Um, uh, is this really me or is this a crisis actor? I don't know if we'll ever. You're not as funny as you used to be. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. <clears throat> Second time on the on the vid, um, I tell you, I was doing good until this podcast. I was like, oh, they're feeling okay. Now I'm like, Ooh. this podcast bring, did it bring you down? Bring me down a little bit. That's not good. I was surprised that I couldn't do Monday or Wednesday. I was like, this it'll be a little bad, but it'll, I'll do it. I think I went to sleep at 4.30 on Monday. We were kind of talking a little. Every, you guys knew because I tested negative on Sunday, tested positive on Monday. And I was talking to everybody and then I felt so horrible. But Janine is like, are we doing this or what? And I was like, oh, I thought I texted everybody that, that I can't fucking kind do of it. First, though, for Janine to be like, let's go, guys. What are we doing? Why aren't we doing this? Usually it's, you know, we're half hour in. And he goes, I'll be there in a minute. I was taken aback by it. Um, but yeah, she was raring to go. She's a team player, not Chase Abs. Yeah, and I was like, oh, sorry, I'm not going to do it. And I even got the thing because I was like, oh, I'll put something out and let everybody know we're not going to be on. And even that went out at like 930 or whatever it was. So that was bad. Um, and then I thought, oh, by Wednesday, I'll feel better because last time it was a rough couple of days and then I was fine. I just fucking still didn't have it in me. No, you um, were bad on Wednesday. And was Wednesday bad. was my bad day, too. Let's talk about yours. Far more interesting. So, Frank. Well, Janina kind of addressed this because J- speaking of team player, did a thing by herself. She did. She put out Talk a little uh, little video letting the people know. Which is and nice. Everybody, if, for people who haven't seen it, yeah, Wednesday. Well, Tuesday I had bad tooth pain. I don't know what was going on. I had like it was. It felt like one of my upper non wisdom teeth was was killing me. So I went to the dentist. Dentist took some X rays. He's tapping around in there. He goes, honestly, I don't think it's this tooth, the one I was complaining about. I said, well, all right, what is it? He goes, I think it's this wisdom tooth back here. It's cracked, and and when I tap on it, it hurts you. And I was like, yep. And he goes, it's referred pain. It's pain. Your wisdom tooth is causing the nerve up your, up the side of your face to, it's causing the pain to shoot up your fa- side of your face. I was like, oh shit, all right. So, he, the very next day, uh, I, that was on. That may have been Monday or Tuesday. So then Wednesday, I went in, oral surgeon. They they ripped my, both of my wisdom teeth. I only had two left. These two they took out already years ago, maybe 
15 years ago they took these two out. So Wednesday they took these two out. Just Novocaine, yanking them out of my face. It's it's a it's a hell of a thing because it's just the the pe- you just feel this enormous pressure. There's no there was no pain during the, this the surgery, but this is pressure. Them just yanking this freaking thing these things out of your face, and you get a cracking and the the twisting and. Uh. All right, okay, stop. I, I gotta tell you know what it was. When when you said it to Janine and I, and I think Janine said most of this, so I apologize if I'm repeating what she said, but I can't believe they didn't put you out to pull off fucking... That was an option. I didn't want it, though. You like, turned it down? Novocaine. Yeah, I said, just give me the Novocaine. Because I've had it done before. I've had these two out uh, with just Novocaine, and I was fine. Actually, when I recovered with Novocaine, wore off, there was no pain. You're so a psychopath. The same thing here. It was fine, you know. I remember... Here's a story for you. When I got these two out... 15 or so years ago they were pulling them out my de- the dentist who did it he literally and i'm not even making this up he literally had to put his knee on my chest, on chest. yep and he had the pliers whatever the hell they're using and he's doing this and my head is coming off the thing and he's mm-hmm. yanking my tooth out he had his knee on my chest and he's pulling my the tooth out that was the, f- the first experience with these two this time it was not like that um uh, but he was, it was 20 minutes. You know, they numbed me up. I was awake through the whole thing. And they, the guy the guy was very good. He was talking me through it. And now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to pull this here. I was like, okay. The only thing I regret is that I didn't get to see the teeth. He pulled them out, put them on a thing, and then they got rid of them. I wanted to see what they looked like. But they were gone. Can I tell you something? You're sounding a little Jeffrey Dahmerish in this conversation. Like I, <laughs> I wanted to mean? see the teeth. I wanted to be. I want to see what they looked like if they were hurting me that bad. I wanted to see how messed up they were. Oh my god, you're a fucking psychopath. I am so surprised by this. Why? I am just so surprised. I'm the kind like if I'm getting a needle like in my arm or a shot or this or that, I have to see it. I have to watch because I have to know the moment it happens so I can brace myself. So I can't, you know. And plus, I didn't want to be knocked out and be groggy the rest of the day and be all messed up. I wanted to be coherent and be okay for the rest. Of the day. I didn't want to get all messed up. So I, was, I just wanted to be numb. Numbness goes away, and I'm fine. That, you know, but I, every day, you know, it's still a little pain, a little tender, but they're gone. And that's that. That was my Wednesday. I remember when the doctor said to me about my wisdom teeth, and he was like, we could do one side, and we could do another side of it. I said, listen to me. I said, knock me the fuck out and yank it all the fuck out. I could do it in one shot. And he goes, okay. And I go, listen, I'm a big guy. I need a lot of fucking, you got to give me, you got to knock me the fuck out. He goes, we'll put you out. I go, whatever you think will put me out, add another five to 10 milligrams. Find out what will kill me. Yes. And then back it off a little bit. (laughs) Back it off a little bit. Because I don't want to fucking whip. I I go, if I wake up in the middle of this, you're going to have a big fucking problem. I go, because as soon as I can start swinging again, I'm going to fucking pick up whatever's near me and fucking swing it at your face. So make sure I don't wake up in the middle of this. So you threatened the guy who's doing surgery on you. That's good. You goddamn right I did. You're good goddamn day. right I did. Good for you. I, I, I li- I'm joking, but not really, because I literally said to him, I go, if I wake up in the middle of this, it's not going to be good for anybody. Do you think they'd really let that happen? You yes. wake up in the middle of that surgery? Yeah, because you know what? Somebody that happened to some, I can't remember who now. But that's why I was so paranoid about it because they were like, I, it wasn't enough and I came to in the middle of it. I don't know who told me that, but that was my biggest fear. So I was like, do not let me wake up. They were probably just messing with you. I don't think so. All right. 
I can't remember who the fuck it was, but um, I really like putting up jokes for just the people that are watching and not acknowledging them at all. But that made <laughs> yes, me laugh. Down, down. Yeah, I don't want to even read it because I just, I uh, just for people who listen see. lose out on little things here and there. I gotta see what it was. I missed. It. Okay, uh, I got it. <laughs> that's pretty fucking funny. That made me laugh. That was good. Um, yeah, you're an animal. I mean, you, that's strength. I did not think that you had. So good I've done for it you. before. I did it before with these two. Now these two are out. So all done. No more wisdom teeth. The last ounce of wisdom I've had. It's all gone. gone. All right, let's go through stuff as quick as possible, Frank, because we are up against it here. I'm okay, about what's to die. Next? This fucking thing. I don't even think I had this on the thing, but I tweeted about yeah, what this. What is this? These fucking sheep in China have been walking in a fucking circle for 10, 12 days. But what Nobody are they walking why. around? What is that in the middle? Not, not that's the path that they've worn down. No, but that that cert, that white circle in the middle is something. It's just the dirt that hasn't been walked on in ten days. That's what that is. Yeah. There's something under there. Maybe there's something. I bet if they dug under there, something's something screwy's going on. Like there's a something making them do this, like a giant fucking magnet or something. I don't know. Let me just say this: the end is near. Okay. Oh, okay. The fucking this means the end. So thanks to People's Daily China for this one. Look at this. Fucking walking in a circle. There's a couple sheep in the middle. Maybe they're having a party. And then they go, you know, guy jumps in the middle, starts dancing, and they jump out. That is an amazingly symmetrical fucking circle, though. Yeah, that is weird. That's uh, that's creepy as hell. The end yeah, it's only happening there thank god it's not like a worldwide phenomenon that we all should no. like you know barricade ourselves inside uh al roker's been gone from the today show turns out blood clot in the leg went up to his Ooh. chest that's not good so he's in the hospital he looks like he's gonna be okay though um let me go through these quickly here <clears throat> i'm sorry um harry styles and olivia wilde dunskis already Two years though they were together, I feel like, right? Two years, yeah. That felt like it was quick though. Did those? They couldn't make it work, huh? No, and I thought they were in it for the long haul. So if that she left, they her... were in. It wasn't bad. It was okay that movie. I saw it. Um, was it? I didn't see Don't it. Worry, darling. But they said he stunk in it. That's what I heard. People started saying that Harry Styles he wasn't stunk. Wasn't bad. In it. There was one scene. He was good. That there was one scene where you look at it, and you're like, this is ridiculous. He starts dancing. And it's just, it's hard to watch. It's not really. It's, it's not good. Why is it hard but to other watch? Than that, I feel like the acting wasn't one terrible. Oh, did, I, did you lose me? Back. Hello. You're there. I'm sorry. I had to mute myself. Okay. Um, you're you're good. Why was it hard to watch? It was just an awkward dancing. Like you know, Harry Styles, he can dance. You know, he's up there. He's a big entertainer. But this was a weird, a weird scene in the movie. It just was out, kind of out of nowhere. Um, it was very. I, I see the point of it, from a you know from a director's standpoint or whatever, but it was just a weird scene. In the middle of this movie, it was mm-hmm. it was kind of like unexpected, but when you look back on the movie, you go, all right, I, I kind of get it. But it was just a very weird scene. But other than that, the acting wasn't bad. I, you know, she was great. Um, 
I don't remember her name. Um, the main character, not Olivia Wilde, the 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 blonde woman. I can't remember her name, but she was she was phenomenal. Jessica uh, Simpson. No. Kim Kardashian. No. Uh, uh, Frankie, it was a weird movie. It was a weird movie, and it, it was a little predictable, a little bit, but it wasn't terrible. You know, it was it wasn't like a horrible. Movie. It, was, it was entertaining. But it was a little predictable, right. but uh, you know, but she was great. I thought she gave it, gave an amazing performance. Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name. But, was uh, uh, Jacob says there's a sex scene? Was there a good sex scene in it? There's no nudity or anything. Uh, it was. Uh, let me see. What's her name? Who does the sex scene involve? Oh, Florence, Is it Harry Styles? Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. Florence Pugh was good. She, is she, the sex scene between the them? Yeah. And it's not, you know, I, mean, I don't want to give anything away to the movie, but it's it's uh, mostly it's him going going down on her. No shit. But, you know, it's, it's not, there's no nudity in, the whole, in any of it. I think maybe you see, I don't know if you see any butt. No, I don't think there's any butt in the movie. I don't think there's any nudity. I got to um, tell you something. I am a big proponent big fan of when we get a little muff dive in a movie i feel like it mostly blowjobs in movies yeah no i got you but it, it's it, i don't want to give anything away but it's it's integral to the plot i would say yeah you know, there's it, something it about when you put a movie a muff dive in a movie you're kind of like these people are they're they're trying to make something happen here they're fucking they're creating a buzz yeah there was a there was a reason for it but i, I didn't i didn't thought chris uh, Pine was good, and I thought Lawrence Pugh made she carried the whole movie. Her acting was really good. Did Harry Styles spit on it, um, like he got spit on in the award show after? Well, in that scene, he did. Nice, Classic. but uh, there was some weird, you know. I guess blame maybe the writing or something, but there were some parts where you go, "Why would anybody do that?" Uh, other than that. The acting was good. It, it was a very weird. I'll, I'll give you that. It was a very weird movie. There were some parts where you're like, all right, maybe not. I got to tell you something. You're fucking selling the shit out of this movie. Just talking about it's weird and you can't say why, but I can see the discomfort in you. I kind no, of am intrigued to go see it now. It's a weird movie. It's it's not a bad movie, but there's some parts where you're like, no, no but I don't think anybody would do this. Yeah, if if J. Sabs made a movie, that's <laughs> I have eighty percent muffed up. Yeah, that's I, I'd go see that movie. That's a good. It's movie. called a porn movie, though. Yeah, that's, that's a what Cinemax. That is. Yeah, J. Sabs would make a porn. There you go. But it, it was it was not a bit. It's worth watching. It's a couple hours worth watching. Wait, it's more than it's two. If, it's over two hours. I don't know. Let me see. It is. If you're gonna make a weird movie, you better be done in in, in like a buck twenty. I mean. Let's see. Don't worry, darling. Run time. What's it called? Don't worry, darling. Darling. Two hours, three minutes. Oh fuck! I mean, that's a big commitment. It's a commitment, but it's it it. You could tell as you're watching it. You could tell it borrows from a lot of movies. You're watching. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is just like this movie. This is just like that movie. This is just like that movie. And it's you know again, it's a little predictable. Her acting is really good. Some of it, it's weird. A lot of it's weird, but when you look back on it and you read some articles about it, you're like, oh, okay, it makes sense. I, I see this happening. I see that happening. Yeah. But there's a little bit about it that's 
It's just a very strange movie, but it, it works. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to read this one for the listening audience. It'll just be for the viewing audience. Um, it's a shame. I know why JSAPs can't join us, but I would love her to because we're going through our celeb stuff now. Um, Pete Davidson is with Emily Radzikowski. Right. And Kim tweeted today on Instagram. One thing I realized is that everything always ends up working out, sometimes even better than you can imagine. Okay. Here's what I don't think worked out was that Kim tattoo that Pete Davidson had. No shit. <laughs> that didn't work out. <laughs> Not when the kid's name's on it either. Oof. Yeah, what do you do but with that? You got to cover that up. It kind of made it sound like she's missing Pete a little. No, I think that made it sound like it worked out that he's with someone else. No. Uh, the rest of the quote, remember this when you feel like you're in a hard place or you feel like you're being challenged the most. Believe in where you're headed. See the bigger picture. Yeah, that sounds like she's. You think that was for that him? Well, if it's not, it's for her saying she's in a better place now. Doesn't it sound like that? Mm. It sounds like she's like, yeah, I'm fine with the way things are going. Yeah, that's possible, J. Sebs. I think that's, uh, you know, but she's, you know, she's who she is. She can get someone else probably like that. So, um, Tim Allen let us know that Jay Leno burned himself. Did you hear about this? I heard about it, but not from Tim Allen. I know he went to visit him. He was working on his hospital. car. He went to, yeah, he went to go visit him, which, by the way, this is the greatest thing I've seen on Twitter ever. Let me bring this in. Did you see this? I tweeted this. If you tweet no. using the hashtag the Santa Clauses, yeah, and you go to hit the heart, yeah, it turns into Tim Allen. That's something. You ready? Because I can only do this once. Watch the heart. You ready? Uh huh. There it is. You see that? That's something. Isn't that cool? Say that's, and you said Elon wasn't doing anything at Twitter. No, it's uh, this is this is what Elon's bringing. Look how much fun this that is, was. It's been three weeks. This is what he's been working on. I like it. Good for him. <laughs> like, did you see the Tim Allen thing I did, guys? <laughs> guys, come on. I know I laid off half the company, but look at the Tim Allen heart thing. <laughs> All right, let me say this about Tim Allen. I'm a little worried we're going back to this well for a fourth time. He's it's make, gonna do it's it's gonna make money. It's gonna be a success. People are gonna see it. No, I think it's going straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, it is. It, that's it's on Disney Plus already. Yeah, is it on there already? It is. Have Have you seen it? I'm no, worried. I seen it yet. I'm worried well, because I mean the last th two, you know, after the first one, mm -hmm. the sequels weren't a huge success. They were no. successful, I think, but they weren't. This will probably be the most successful out of the the two sequels. I love the shit out of Martin Short, too. I think he's a fucking genius. Oh, he's a treasure. Third one. Oof. Really rough. I love rough. Martin Short, too. Yeah, really, really rough. So I'm <clears throat> I'm very worried about this. And I'm even more so worried. I never heard any buzz about this. And I'm really starting to get worried about these straight-to-streaming features. Because it kind of feels like there's a lot less pressure to make these good. Like, there's an audience for this. They love it. They're already paying. We'll put this on. If it stinks, it's not like they're going to cancel. It'll just kind of be there. There's not this. We have to make sure this is really good 
so that it has a big box office so that everybody comes back for week two. There's no pressure in these some of these pictures now. And I'm worried about nobody's going to you think they're not going to make this movie thinking, well, this will get people to sign up for Disney Plus. Right. If they're not signed up already. This isn't going to be like the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. This isn't going to be like the the tipping point. Right. It'll be like, oh, I have it. I'm going to watch it. Um, This is why I'm paying for it. And then if it stinks, you're like, okay, I I still have the other stuff. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of that. But. You know, how could, then they measure, you know, is, if it's good enough to invest in another one by how many people watch it. How does it make money? What? I mean, it's on the streaming platform. It's not going to make ticket sales. No, they don't need it. It doesn't need to. Well, because they're, they're already getting money. It's the other way around. You used to make a movie right. to make money. Now you're making money. So you go make the movie to keep people. It's, yeah. It's not the way it was. Like we have to find so finance. Like a straight so we... to DVD. Yeah, yeah. Is this like a straight to DVD kind of situation? No, it's even better because it's in a straight to DVD. You still need somebody to figure out it's out and go to find go out, it and buy yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Now it's like the money's there every week, every month. It's there, your six ninety nine fucking lands in the Disney account. So they write a check to a couple of writers and Tim Allen come on board for this other thing, and they're like, all right, I don't know, I'm worried about that one. Yeah. Um, Biggie Smalls is going to get a true to life, hyper realistic avatar in a virtual reality concert coming exclusively to Facebook's Meta. Okay. They're talking about this like you'll be able to attend. They're they're building, you know, um, a a Biggie, and he's going to do a concert, and you're going to be like right there, and they're saying it's going to be ridiculously good. Well, is this like the hologram they did with Tupac? Um, it's different from the hologram with Tupac where that had its limitations <clears throat> based on mm-hmm. what you're projecting into the hologram. Whereas now this is, you're wearing a goggle. So no limitation. Biggie can walk around and do whatever the fuck he wants. And plus the technology from when was that? That was a while ago, actually. That was like 10 years ago. But what do you mean? Biggie can do what he wants. Who's controlling Biggie? Um, the people, the the they're Meta, they're doing this, they're doing it. Like what I'm saying is, is um, Tupac can only walk back and forth from the stage from where the projector can be, whereas right. Biggie in this setting, oh, it'll be like a video game character, but it'll just look real. Yeah, yeah, All right. But he's still limited by the bounds of the of the video game. So you want to hear this crazy thing, um, Neil That's Brennan? Right who is a genius, genius, funny person. He was the creator behind Chappelle's show. Him and Chappelle did it together. Nobody really kind of knew that until well after the fact. Um, He's had a couple of stand-up specials now. He's very, very funny. So I heard him doing an interview, and he's got a stand-up special coming out on Netflix. And when, so for people who don't know, when you do a stand-up special, comics record two or four shows where they'll wear the same clothes and they'll right. intersperse and piece together. If I could ruin stand-up specials for you, um, if you ever in one where you can see the crowd, watch it. You'll see that like for some of it, it'll be three people and then they'll disappear and then they'll come back four jokes later. Yep. It's all cut up. You know, that's how they do it. So sometimes 
when you do it like that, you miss a line or whatever. So he had a line that he had to put in. They didn't get a good shot of it. it, it he didn't say a clear and clean into the microphone, whatever it was. He didn't have it. So what they'll do is they'll overdub it. They'll do a crowd shot or they'll do like a really distant shot where you can't see. You can see him, but you can't see his face. And they'll record it after the fact. And they'll just dub it in. So he's going to do that. And the post-production guy says to him, you know, we can just deep fake this if you want. And he's like, what? He's like, if you really, you, because he said, I kind of wanted my face to be seen when I was saying the line. He's like, yeah, we'll get just deep fake it. So Neil uh, Brennan has three deep fake moments in his stand-up special. And everybody he's shown it to, Can't he hasn't told them, but nobody's been able to see it. Nobody's been able to find it. That's a little scary. So when you think about that, and then he said it was on Burt Kreischer's podcast. It was really good. He said <coughs> they have the technology right now that they could literally, like, if you wanted to do a Rodney uh, Dangerfield special, you could just do it. You could just, they have enough angles of Rodney's face on camera yep. to build a virtual Rodney. His his material is timeless. So probably do his voice. They've do, they're doing it with Darth Vader right now. They James L. Jones is retired, but they could still use his voice. And it sounds just like him. Somebody sent me this thing where it's like, this is the most, I, I saved it. I had a look at it. It's this voice modulator thing. Mm-hmm. I was watching this kid do it and he was switching between Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. And um, who's the fucking, uh, the black guy that everybody uh, does. All right. The, the fucking. Who's what? The black guy who does all the. Okay. Who? Oh. I thought you went all right. I thought you were talking about McConaughey. Who no, no, no. The guy who does all the narrating. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Thank you. COVID. Um, he went from Elon Musk to Joe Rogan to Morgan Freeman. And he's just sitting there fucking talking into this thing. And, and it clears day. I'm like, holy shit. So I can't imagine what this fucking concert's going to be like. I think it's going to be sick. Well, Look what happened. I, I think that's one of our next topics is uh, Bruce Willis, right? So it turns out that this isn't true. What do you mean? It's not It's not true or it is? Not true. The the His people are saying, because there was a lot of reports out there that he sold his likeness to a deep fake company. They're saying it's not true. But who knows? Okay. Because I think well, it's a stroke of brilliance. If he does that? Yeah, because look at, you know, I mean, I know he's made a lot of money. This is a direct contradiction to the Tom Brady argument that I made earlier. I know he's made a lot of money, (laughs) but if he's thinking about keeping the train rolling for his kids, he can he can get a little bit more mileage out of it now. Yeah, but does he have any say on what gets made? I guess it depends on what he puts in the contract. Listen, this is something that actors haven't been able to do that musicians have. Like Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, these guys all sold the rights to their music so that people could sell them for years after they're dead. Actors don't have that ability, and now they kind of do. Yeah. So it's you know it's kind of fair for them to be like, yeah, okay, put me in a fucking Audi commercial. Gives a shit. You know. I mean, as long as they approve it, and he just can't physically do it. I guess that's weird though. That's going to be really strange. This is the first deep fake celebrity endorsement. It is weird, but like you think about what like they did with the Irishman. Remember when they made them look young and 
you had some of the great actors were able to play a part that they wouldn't have been able to do it'll kind of be interesting to see what happens with that kind of stuff no, i know it's just it's weird to be like yeah we don't need the actor because then it gets down the road of well we don't have to pay you as much that kind of thing it's true you know so who, who knows what what it's going to turn into they say though that bruce willis isn't going isn't doing well yeah. he's got that disease that he said right whatever it is aphasia yeah that's not good he's not yeah i don't know what his current status is but from what i understand it's not not great which is uh, it's hard for me because i know he's having a rough time but aphasia is is the restaurant that i went on my first date with my wife that's oh that was Frenasia. well sorry oh, close your dick <laughs> jerk did that joke just for her because you just walked in the room very nice um last story frankie c artemis have you heard about this no what is this uh nasa and nasa nasa oh. and whoever the fuck else was doing nasa stuff now they launched this uh rocket ship oh, that i heard about yeah to go to the moon it's gonna rotate around the moon pick up some info they're really they're like mapping it out now so now i know that it's unmanned it's this a, one's unmanned unmanned rocket um right is it going to um what's it called it's not going to land on the moon it's just going to go around it and come back so this one's going around it's going to take lots of pictures it's literally going to scan the whole moon they're going to like 3d map it i guess cool the next one is going to go unmanned a lot closer and i guess pick up whatever more information that they need and then the third one there's going to be people and they're going to get to work they start building apartments cool yeah we haven't been on the moon in what 50 years it's been a while been a while so uh it's, it's about time we head back there what the hell i volunteer kathy griffin and tom brady to go first that's my see so that it's going to be successful and then they're going to be forever nope associated with that nope i'm actually all kinds of success i'm actually against that because if they wind up dying up there they'll be fucking martyrs and then i'm gonna wind up living on fucking kathy griffin boulevard on the moon though driving me crazy every day down tom brady way that's the other thing too about the twitter thing if people are like you know i've like it's another place for celebrities to grandstand how great they are i'm too much of a nice person to take part in horrible elon musk's thing i must disassociate myself with get the fuck out of here you're on the thing telling me about it now how fucking great you are and that you're leaving that's what i, I can't stand it these fucking people and their egos well how else are you gonna hear about it then go on Instagram and do it if that's how you fucking feel. If you like, I'm going to Instagram, go this very second. Don't even make the announcement on Twitter. Well, you'd want to tell whatever followers you have on Twitter that you don't have on Instagram to come on over and follow me there, no? All right, be like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm going to Instagram. Don't be like, you know, I've been just a warrior for, you know, all these causes for years, and I can't be a part of this platform anymore if elon's gonna be shut the fuck up <laughs> give me a break are you leaving when are you leaving it's another chance for them to suck their own dicks and be like look how fantastic i am because <laughs> i'm on my way out yeah no i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go but probably not gonna go 
not going anywhere. It's like all the people what that happens are like, if you raise Trump. Trump's, Trump's not gonna, we talked about that. Trump's not going to come back. If Trump gets elected, I'm going to Canada, motherfucker. Never, you wouldn't even vacation in Canada, you piece of shit. Well, Trump's the one who said if Joe Biden beats him, he's, he's you're never going to hear from him again. That was a that was a lie. Mm-hmm. So he's he's in that group too. You have a Trump prediction. What do you think is going to happen? What when he? What about Twitter or about the election? Everything. Where is think, where is Trump? Two and a half years from from now. I think uh, he's going to get the. I think he'll get the nomination. I think he'll be the the Republican candidate because he has too many people in office already who support him. Not enough people are on the DeSantis train yet, I don't think. I think more of his followers are already in office and they're going to be pulling for him. Um, I don't think DeSantis has enough followers. Maybe in Florida he does, but not all around the country. Um, and I don't think he wins. Wow. Bold. Bold prediction. Super hot take. Good job. Thank you. Um, I disagree. I don't, I don't think he's as dead as a lot of people are saying, but I don't know if he's as alive as you just put him. You don't think he wins the nomination? I couldn't say I couldn't put money on that right now. No. Well, you're asking. Uh, so you don't think he will? Uh, I think we're going to see a knockdown, drag out fight between the two of those guys. And let me tell you something. Yeah. I give the early round to DeSantis, and here's why. Because Trump started talking shit immediately, and he didn't respond at all. He didn't say anything back, and that is the only way to piss that man off. The only yeah, way to upset it, a fighter is to not fight with him. Yeah, no, I get that, but his supporters will be like, oh, he's quiet, he's not doing anything. The supporters like the Trump bullshit, you know, the Trump uh, hmm. insult train and, the you know, all the crappy spews. What are we going to say about the Thanksgiving Day Parade? I forget. We've done too much show tonight. We've gone far yeah, too late. a lot of show. Thanks for giving a parade. It's happening next week. There you go. No, I was thinking about going, and, and then we were like, we should talk about this. I don't know why. Yeah, oh, you, you, you make me, you make me feel bad. You're like, yeah. Why would you go to that? <laughs> I mean, fine. We want to go once in your life. I get it, but it's such, it's early in the morning on your day off on Thanksgiving when the day is going to be long enough as it is. You're going to be freezing out there in the middle of Manhattan. Uh, you got to drag your kids around Manhattan. We should, let's save be... this for Monday. Let's save this for okay. Monday. Right. Um, well, you already know my feelings on it. It's fine. You want to watch it on TV, make a morning of it. Wonderful. You got someone you know in the parade. Wonderful. No, but you were Live like near it. You're like, right. you're, you're going to take your kids. It's going to be miserable. <laughs> Did you, you go? go and do it? I've never been to it. You never been to it? No, my Erin, uh, my wife was actually in the parade a couple of times. She was in the parade? She was. She didn't say that. Did you know that Aaron was in the parade? No. no. I think you're telling tales. They're true tales. Hmm. I don't know about that. It's the truth. Um, Paul, uh, we talked about this earlier that he put the tweet out. Yeah, that's out there. Um, you probably didn't hear me. You were too busy trying to shove something in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually know. Well, 
I don't know the result of the poll, but I saw uh, when I voted. Well, that's why I want to go check right now. I want to see what it is. Update everybody. It's yeah. I'll, I can tell you now. Oh, go ahead. It. Yeah, you got to move again. Fifty-six percent yes, forty-four no, with four and a half million votes. Twenty hours left. Okay, the nose. See, this is how great is this? We got something fun to bet on now and look at. It was sixty forty when I looked. Right. So, so the nose are gaining. Right. Hmm. We'll see. They think he goes off of this poll. What if it's an, what if the nose have it? Then he's out. He's not going to he's not going to reinstate him. I will say this: if the nose have it, Trump will say it was rigged. <laughs> I don't trust this one. You gotta do a recount. <laughs> Why did this take so long? Why only 20 hours? What's the problem? Why can't we do it? Count it in one day. We'll do it on Truth Social. We know it'll be fair there. Truth Social, they'll vote for me. There's no way I lose. <laughs> Come on. All right, are you done? I think I'm done. Okay. I have my, my jaw could use a break. That's what you yeah, said. Yeah, You're really good. Okay. Get your, uh, get your jump start just in time for the holidays. Jaw could use a break. You're going to be on the air like six days next uh, week. You're doing all. What are you doing to yourself? I'm doing a lot of fil- a lot of stuff on the radio. It's it's going to be a marathon. But that's next week. I'll be probably better healed by then. What are you going to do? Like uh, hear the popular sides this year? What am I doing? Yes. Are you, is that going to be a bit? Like here's the most popular sides. Like, do you prefer cranberry sauce in the can, or do you prefer <laughs> fresh? Call me up and let me know. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good. I'll say this. As much as I joke and shit on radio, I do. When they come up with those things of this is what people Google to make around Thanksgiving. I fucking love that shit. So there you go. Stop shitting on my medium. (laughs) (laughs) You dick. (laughs) All right, Frankie C. It was good talking to you again. You too. Feel better. Thank you, buddy. You too. Guy gets teeth taken out with no fucking... Hey, I didn't even want the Novocaine. I said just Don't yank him out. Salad. You're a tough they guy, buddy. To me, though. <laughs> Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. All right. Take care, everybody.